Welcome to Juice in the Morning, episode 99.5, because I am not very good at math. Mm. Um, next week is our live episode. We're going to do a live episode in Cheviot, Ohio, at the Legends Bar and Venue. And I was uh, planning that for my 100th episode, and if this would have been 100, that would have been 101, and ruined most of the things that I came up with for the live show. <laughs> 101. So, yeah, exactly. So welcome to the show or back to the show shane how are you doing today good glad to be on the show yeah yeah thanks for having me (laughs) having you on my show yeah thanks for having me on your show (laughs) juice in the morning with justin kelly and shane jones Um, but today we do have a guest with us that i've been trying to get on the podcast for a couple over a year because uh jason's uh wedding when we went out for the bachelor party was when i met you and uh i got very intoxicated and thought it'd be no. great. To, <laughs> no, you didn't. Thought it'd be great to have you on the podcast. It is Eric Booer. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Great. So the first thing I want to do is just kind of have you tell us what you do because I want to promote that and then we can get into all the uh, weird stuff that we talk about and are interested in. But I want to, I want you to talk about your business as well because you own your own business. I do. Um, well. I have a partner as yeah. well uh, who couldn't make it today, but um, we actually have been in business together for a year now, mm-hmm. but we've worked together for 10, ten years yeah. solid. That's a good amount of time. Uh, and then she moved to Florida for <clears throat> a year, two years. Yeah. Prior to that, we worked together as well. So. Yeah. So, so what did you guys? What did you guys start? Because people listening and watching probably don't have any idea of that. I am. Uh, we <laughs> started at University Cuts mm-hmm. in Muncie. Um, I. Was, that's awesome. I didn't know that you started in Muncie. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that's where I grew up. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. <laughs> um, I was going to say I'm sorry. Yeah, but <laughs> thank you. I, I appreciate that truly. Uh, now everyone's going to know. Uh, <laughs> There's going to be people that don't want to be affiliated with you anymore. I'm officially ruined. Uh, it's true. No, I can um, edit that out if you like. She she walked uh, she walked in for a haircut, and uh, in the process of cutting her hair, she's like, "I'm looking for a job," and I'm like, "Hey, we're hiring a receptionist." And the next day, she started. That's so, awesome. Oh, nice. Uh, she was 18, and I was 23, and. We've been friends ever since. So you're 29 now since you guys have known yeah. each other for 10 years. <laughs> now you're telling his age, yeah, too, and where he's hey, at. just Jeez, eight. man. I'm, I'm saying you don't you don't look at eight, a year older, 29. Yeah, about your math skills. <laughs> but um, so what, where are you guys located now, just in case? And I, I, I'm really curious, like... Do you like what kind of um, services do you provide? Do you do like guys hair, women's hair, that kind of stuff? Yep. All hair. Um, we are in Carmel at mm-hmm. Sola Salons, uh, Sweet 10. It's called Quesera. That's our business. Yep. Um, it's 726 Adams Street. There Carmel, you go. Carmel, Indiana. Um, and Carmel, you probably have a pretty decent crowd there, right? Because that's a really growing area right now. Yeah. Uh, we've actually worked in four salons mm-hmm. in a one mile radius. Oh, wow. Um, in the last four years. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so what, what got you, what got you started in that business in the beginning? Like what made you interested in doing that? 
Uh, I knew when I was nine years old. Hair, oh, wow. Hair was what I was going to do. Dude, I don't understand people that have always <laughs> just known what they want to do. That bo- Oh, it doesn't bother me. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you were able to do that. But it bothers me that I wasn't able to do yeah. that. Cause <laughs> Shane still I, tried I to decide what he wants to when, do. When I was working on campus, I would know these kids for four years. Mm-hmm. And they would be getting ready to graduate. And like, I have no idea. I hate my major. I yeah. don't want to do this. So, and and the, to me is like why I've really never pulled the trigger on going to college until like a couple couple of years ago. Is I because think that's smart. Because I would never go to school for something that I didn't want to do, and then I was unsure of doing. And there's people out there that is like, oh, I'm going to go to school for this just to go to school, and that's great and everything. But then you have an accounting degree, and you're like, man, I fucking hate math. So. Yeah. Well, and I went to school. I started out as a um, film and television production major and then found out that I you know, was going to start out making less than what I was making at the job that I was working at. So I was like, well, I don't know if I need to pursue this. So then I switched to sales and I found out that's difficult, too, because if you don't work in a big market for radio and advertising, television sales, that kind of stuff. If you don't work in a big market, you're not going to make that much money. My whole focus was like, I want to make a lot of money. And then I ended up just sticking with the job that I just actually just left. And, um, I am not anywhere where I wanted to be and school did not help me get there. School helped me meet quite a bit of people that I've uh, stayed in contact with and stayed friends with. So I think that's been a very important part of it. And then also, You know, I've talked about on the podcast before going to college helped me realize that I wasn't as cool as I thought I was in high school. Like in high school, I thought I was like the man. And then I went to college and I was like, oh, man, everybody's cool or has a car and, you know, is just as cool as me, if not cooler than I am. And so kind of like. Was brought it, me down to earth. It's kind of an did, did you peak in high school. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It was kind of kind of inevitable that you were going to find that out. It's just like when, because yeah. all you had to do was venture outside of Eastern Hancock, exactly. and you would have had a rude, I don't know, a man. Awakening. I went to Greenfield, and I was still pretty cool. <laughs> okay, what three miles down the road? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like maybe get outside of Hancock County. How about that's that? That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, but yeah, so I think that um, it's it's exciting to have you on the podcast. I I want to you know. Um, hear a lot of your thoughts on different topics one of the first one of the first ones i was interested in was um when we were when i posted the thing on facebook that we kind of went back and forth but it was a respectful back and forth i feel like um which which i appreciate and um basically i said that i want people to stop um hating america just because it's like the cool thing to do because and my point from this is is the fact that we see all these news stories, we see all these articles and things like that. And I feel like there is a large majority of people out there that don't have any idea what is going on. They're just following the trend of everybody else. So they're like, Oh, we need to hate on America. We need to hate. And I'm not a fan of Donald Trump by any means. Don't, don't care. But, um, I just feel like there's a lot of people that, before they even like they hate him be, like but they don't know why they hate him they just know that people have posted a lot of stuff saying that they hate him their general uh news is facebook yeah exactly yeah, and that's that. and that's where i get that's where i got that that statement from but you also did have some good good points on that as well because you you kind of told the i i'll let you say it basically with the with the um basically me <clears throat> You said something about the white privilege 
issue and i oh, and i yeah. and i want and i wanted to hear kind of like what your thoughts are on that because you know i do live in a world where i've only been white i've never done i've i've never experienced what it would be like to be in any other person's skin so that's what i'm interested to see kind of what you think about that um it was only two years ago where i ever heard the term white privilege yeah and i was talking to my therapist and i'm like what is this Mm -hmm. like i didn't get it yeah and i actually did get it uh i had friends that that taught me uh, when I was in elementary school, we'd be in a store and, oh, you know, someone's watching me. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're yeah. like, well, they're watching me because I'm black. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what? And, you know, it's like this mind blown. Mm-hmm. I've never. For sure. Because it's never happened to yeah. me. Um, <clears throat> so I, I was aware of it. I just didn't really mm-hmm. have the coin to phrase. Um, but uh, I try to look at things from all angles. Yeah. Um, so whatever the comment you had placed, mm-hmm. it was very clear to me that you were approaching it with <laughs> white privilege. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you have to take the blinders off mm-hmm. to see it, yeah. to, to realize that that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's just it's interesting because I don't ever like I don't ever think of it as. I have white privilege. Like I've never thought of it that way, but I also, when I get, when you respectfully comment like that on somebody's post and it's not like, fuck you, you're white. You don't understand what it's like to be black. Like that's a lot different than saying, Hey, you've grown up as a, you know, white male in a society that that's the best, like best way to be to actually like have success. Mm -hmm. And then that gives, it's good to get that kind of pushback because then you can actually think introspectively about stuff instead of just immediately getting pissed and like blocking somebody on Facebook or, or just completely deleting them from your friends and just like never talking to that person again, because that happens too. Yeah. I think it's important to be like he said, to put yourself in other people's shoes. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe with the way that you and I uh, grew up in like, like we were talking about Hancock County and kind of like a, more closed minded um, suburban town type mm-hmm. deal is that you don't realize that. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying with the, the white privilege thing because, because you don't realize that you are given certain um, freedoms that maybe other people are not. And like you get a pass on something. And a perfect, and the only way you would know that is if that happened to you before and it, it hasn't because yeah. what that person was saying is the, he's being watched because he's black. And I think that's. Um, a, a common thing. I've seen videos of people um, being followed around a store, exactly like you're saying, and then like the security guard, will, he'll walk down an aisle, and then you see the security guard walk up yeah. behind him and stuff like that. So I definitely think that is a thing. Um, I don't. I guess you could categorize it as uh, white privilege, but mm-hmm. I just think that's. I think if, if anything, instead of making it a white black, it's just discrimination. Like yeah. you're, you're just discriminating against that specific person because. Uh, for whatever reason, because you sometimes have sometimes you're trained to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We live in the Midwest. The majority of people are white here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, if you've ever flown in from another city, you know, when you get to your gate, everyone's white. <laughs> yeah. <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs> I never shit. even thought about that. Now I'm going to look at the airport when it's I'm getting ready crazy. to do that. Well, I like diversity. Yeah. Ethnic diversity. Yeah. Like, like Los Angeles, you, you just have all these flavors. Yeah. And then you come back and it's, 
everyone's just kind of yeah white. So yeah. so and it is boring. I get what you're in, in yeah. the sense of like there's nothing better than going to somewhere where it has its own kind of like I can, I've never been to Miami, but from and this is not probably the best example, but like going to Miami, I've always heard there's like this really crazy cool culture and everybody's like really out barbecue and and, and dancing and doing mm. like I'm not saying that's on every street, <laughs> almost a Cuban culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. not saying that's just like you walk out the door and everybody's doing that. I'm just saying there's a culture there that people really get into, mm-hmm. and I think that's exciting no matter what. If you're white, black, whatever, to go somewhere and experience someone else's culture. Absolutely. I think that's great. Yeah. And it's just the the thing that I go back to is just the social media, like the anger and how angry everybody wants to be. I think that I think everybody does want to be angry on the Internet right now. And I, I try to avoid those kinds of like angry political biased posts and things like that. I'll just keep scrolling. But sometimes every now and then one will catch my eye and I just, I feel like I have to say something. Yeah. I'm the the same way. Um, um, I like to base a lot of what I choose, choose my battles with like someone's intentions. mm -hmm. If their intentions are not, you know, if they're not trying to be mean and they're just trying to have a conversation, maybe Facebook's not the best place to do it for sure. Yeah. Because you get a lot of other people watching and then this throwing in idiotic, you know, bigotry comments and yeah. all this stuff like that. That's not going to help anybody. Then that's why I choose not to argue on Facebook because you're going to, it's going to be seen by, if you could have that conversation with just you and that other person, great. Yeah. But you have to do it on a social platform where everybody else is watching. And the only reason it becomes important and it's such a big deal is because it's getting eyes from other people yeah. and, and other just stupid comments thrown in there. And then, but who am I to say what's a stupid <laughs> comment? But yeah. I just, I feel like people, it's kind of a cop out. People yeah. will just throw in, um, really general things and just instead of actually thinking about the situation Does that makes sense like yeah. they'll just well, so the the people i want to call uh, out are the people that <clears throat> say so what's a good restaurant around here or something <clears throat> like that on facebook as opposed to you have something yeah. in your hand that you could search and look up yelp reviews you could look up a bunch of stuff it's it's almost like a uh, silent or not silent. It's an audible cry for help. Like they just want somebody to talk to. I feel well, like. I also don't like when people like say a restaurant like, oh, I just had the best experience at mm-hmm. this restaurant. And then some asshole going, that place fucking sucks. <laughs> like, see, goes back to my need, thing that everybody wants to hate everything. Yeah, we don't need you to say that. Like this person enjoyed it. This like let them enjoy it. We don't need your opinion of that. That's sucks. actually a problem in the restaurant industry right now because mm-hmm. um Everyone can leave a comment. Everyone can, yeah. you know, and if you have a good experience, you might tell five people. If you have a bad experience, you're going to tell 20. My yeah. one of my bosses told me that quote a long time ago. And I've I've loved that because it's it's, it's exactly true. true, because if you have a bad experience, you're going to tell everybody about that bad experience yeah. for that whole entire week. And then if you have a great experience. It might come up in conversation if somebody's like, oh, I'm going to a restaurant. Hey, I actually went somewhere really good the other day. Like, well, it's like my work, for example. Someone will always go. like they'll, they'll come, I work at Scotty's on 96th Street. I went to school with Scott. Oh, Scott Weiss. That's awesome. Yeah, so, you, uh, so Muncie, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I worked there for three years, and my girlfriend worked there for a long time as well. Oh, uh, she got some. he got some static. Sorry. That was mine, and you messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I'm better now. This thing sucks. I'm sorry. I'm good. It's not okay. But anyways, people at, um, they would come in and and they really like, will tell me all these things. I'm going to put this very politely and nice. So I don't, you know, say anything bad about my work or anything, but they'll just say a lot of mean things or like, why did you get rid of this? And why is this not thing? I'm like, why are you here? (laughs) 
If you don't like this place so much, then I, then I'm not sure why you're like all you've done since you've come in the building is complain about how much you dislike um, decisions we've made. So maybe <laughs> go somewhere where. And I'm not, no, that's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. I used so to say, like, I used to think the same thing when I worked. And in also, and this industry. is like my my coin phrase is I'm always like, yeah, I I'm going back to my uh, corporate office right after this to make some more decisions on the menu. <laughs> I didn't make any of these decisions. I don't know why you're giving me crap about. I can get my manager if you like, and yeah. you can, and who also doesn't make any of those decisions. Yeah. So it's like that's that's a it's a it goes back to people just wanting to hate stuff. <clears throat> it's a lot easier to be negative than to be positive. Yes. It, I've been doing something on Facebook myself where I'm trying to say something positive mm-hmm. yeah. on a daily basis. That's good. one thing. Yeah. Because I, I realized um, I have been focused on negativity for mm-hmm. the last year. Since yep. And then the election. <laughs> a lot of things that you see on Facebook, it's, oh, you're right. It, 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 well, you said just, it's uh, harder to be um, positive. positive. It takes effort. And when you micro down to like Facebook is like every time you see someone's post, it's negative. It's a, it's like, uh, like, uh, sorry guys, I'm going on a rant. And then like, blah, 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 like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I definitely skip those every time. <laughs> yeah. And it's like six pages long. <laughs> and then just like, it's never anyone saying like, um, you know, I just went to this place and they gave me really good service or mm-hmm. something. It's always like, I went there and they didn't do this and they didn't do that. You're right. It is always negative. And I, it's kind of like to challenge everybody to be a little more positive on, positive on social media would be, a thing to do. So, and 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 I think that I think that we have a issue with in the area that I live. I mean, it is this the Midwest. I don't. I'm not a world traveler or anything like that. But um, when it comes to just being politically correct, like everybody has to, and and I don't know what my limit is on being politically correct because I feel like <clears throat> so what you just said, like with the the election thing, like I don't know where that like. So with your, you own a business, so that's a avenue we can get into this conversation. Like how does the, and plus a bunch of other reasons, what would be like, what's the difference been in the last year for you? Like on, on a personal level, I've lost, uh, I've lost clientele. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've been fairly vocal mm-hmm. on, on social media, yep. um, with my feelings, um, and you know, people don't like it. Yeah. Um, so therefore it, it, I mean, the country is becoming very divided. Yeah. Um, I think that's the biggest problem for personally it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I, it really scares well, me. Well, When it um, stops being about, you know, Republican Democrat and less about just having America's best interest, interest in mind. Like it's not, it's not being, it's not that way anymore. People mm-hmm. don't aren't like, this is what we need to do for America. Mm-hmm. It's like, house divided exactly like you're saying there's two different things kind of telling each other you know but on your point you know what would be really great is if there was a law or a rule where you have to tell the truth (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean no matter what it is because you i mean every news channel is telling you something completely different and you don't really know what to believe because we we kind of talked about this with the with when the libertarian and where to get your information from him and basically to kind of look at both sides of even that you don't necessarily do, uh, agree with the other person's information but to listen to their information so that you're able to decipher between the two but then i also understand that um the information that comes out on the news and stuff is very like pointed in whatever direction they want you to see and it really is i've i've listened to something and then had my fr- 
my, you have to really think about what you're listening to. And I've had my uh, frame of thought like, like skewed, skewed just by listening to it. I had to go back and be like, okay, that's not right. Mm-hmm. I was just told that was right. And now I'm thinking that like, yeah. Well, I mean, even just when you said election, like the since the election, like even on specifically on election night, you're watching. I, I kept flipping back and forth between CNN and Fox. Fox was saying, you know, doing a great job winning in the landslide. And then CNN's like, ah, oh, you know, it's it's a really close race. Like, I'm pretty we're pretty sure Hillary's still going to win like that kind of thing. Like you could just tell like they are they have their complete they're going to tell they're not going to tell you exactly what's happening because they don't even know what's happening. Like the way that election night was going, like they didn't know what was going on because they can't be they have correspondence, but they can't be right there and know exactly what the vote is. They have kind of like just reporting and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so they're just trying to push their whatever agenda, their agenda yeah. is. And it's it is interesting. But that was a good point because that you brought up with having the libertarian guy on there on here, uh, Chris Spangle. It was it helped me kind of listening to him i found out that i think i'm more libertarian than i am anything else because libertarians have conservative views and um and um what is i don't know why i can't think of it what's liberal liberal jesus i don't know why i couldn't think of that conservative and liberal views um all in the same because they're kind of trying to they're almost kind of cherry picking the best parts of each one that's that's me to Mm. a because I feel like, you know, I don't <clears throat> the, when we talk about memes later and meme of the week. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite ones is uh, it says something like I want my um, gay neighbors to be able to protect their pot plants with guns. And I think that that is the perfect way to say. It. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I think uh, one of the bigger things also uh, as time has gone on everyone's self-entitled mm-hmm. everyone thinks that they deserve you know and i think that that's our, the our conservative part of the side that you're that like what you were talking about that you have both sides because mm-hmm. you know people are entitled i i think i've been entitled at some point or another I know how. <laughs> i'm sure everyone has at some point or other yeah. i like to think but until you until you open your eyes to it and realize that's what's happening you can't change. You don't know better, so you can't be right. better. I'm always up for, like, to be proven wrong. Like, I think that's a very important thing to do with yourself is, like, be up for discussion and then be up to, like, I can't stand closed-minded people. And a lot of, like, my family and older people in my family are very closed-minded. And this is the way that they think, and it's never going to change. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that because with times, things change. Yeah. The things, you know, that were going on in the 50s and 60s are not the same as they are now. And you mm-hmm. have to change with the times to ha- to open your mind up to new ideas and stuff and you're not able to do that if you're just closed-minded and not listening to other people's opinions because there's been plenty of times where I've listened to someone else's opinion on something like really listen to it and um change my thought process yeah. you know for for the better and forever like changed it so where I think differently and like I think it's important to like really listen to people and like you know, like you said just like you got to it's an open-minded thing like and so my my question to both of you guys, because of the when it comes to the the being like open minded about stuff and kind of mixing it in with my statement about we're being too politically correct. What is the what is the what is something that would offend you? Like, I'll, we'll start with you and then we can ask you as well. What's something like what's a line that you don't want people to cross that will that I really I don't think there is many. I can't think of anything off the top of my head because mm-hmm. 
I don't. I mean, I'm like I've talked about this before. I'm very right and wrong, like in terms of like how I feel about things. I like to take one thing and decide whether I think that thing is right or wrong Mm -hmm. instead of taking a whole idea. So with like we were talking about cherry picking with ideas of what's wrong and right, I like to kind of I'm scattered all over the place, just like you guys would in terms of like where I get my information and what I believe in. But I can't think. I mean, um, I think it's all intentions. Like if you say something in a joking manner, I don't I, I don't like when people get super upset about something like a comedian will say some really um messed up shit on, yeah. on but as long as his intentions he's kidding and he, mm-hmm. he's not trying his to his job is to be a comedian yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's not he's not he's not pushing boundaries he doesn't have any political or he's trying to drive anything home and change any, anybody's mind he's only trying to make you laugh mm-hmm. and i feel like you know with the word like retard and stuff like that it can be said as long as I know, i'm gonna get a lot of slack for that you know a lot of crap for that but like your intentions like if you don't mean something in a mean way i don't think that you should be given crap for it but like but but when people do say like you know that word aimed at someone that is mentally challenged or something mm-hmm. like that then obviously that's where I, that's somewhere where i would cross yeah. the line for sure that would, that's or, where you draw the line to. or when you're talking about someone that's gay and you call them you know faggot or something mm-hmm. like that that's messed up you shouldn't say that those are all and it's all based on like your intentions if you're mm-hmm. saying that to somebody to be malicious and mean then that's not cool and that's probably where i would draw the draw the line but i think it's all solely based on one side or the other intentions wise. Yeah. But to your point, um, I am gay. And if someone calls me a faggot or queer or whatever their intention trying to be negative, Mm -hmm. um, I'm okay with myself. So I don't let that offend me. Exactly. And and that's, that's what I, so that's the PC thing. Also, I wouldn't go around people that you don't know and just start slanging those (laughs) words. So like if I, you know what I mean? So like I would, if I felt comfortable with, I have, I have, there's like, five gay dudes that work at my work mm-hmm. and I'm good friends Just with all five. of them. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause at one point I look around on my shift and there's like, it's like, this is mostly gay guys working here right now. But, um, I would, you know, I joke around and say certain things to them that I could only say to them. And it's funny and they don't have a problem with it. Cause they're either one, they're my friend and they know I'm kidding mm-hmm. or two comfortable enough with themselves to that doesn't bother I, them. I think that's where it is for uh, across the line. Uh, whatever you are, we all have something, Yeah. Mm-hmm. whatever it is, if you're not secure with it and you're not okay with yourself, yeah. that's why you have yeah. issues. You, you get butt hurt. Yeah. It's just so, <laughs> I don't like living in a world where you got to watch every little thing that comes out of your mouth. Because, it's annoying because <laughs> like, can't we all just be adults and realize that I'm not coming from a, a malicious place and I'm just kidding. And like, and if you really think about it, what I'm saying is kind of funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Instead yeah. of being like, so not believe you would say that and like I, but i said like i said i don't want to drive this home because i don't like when people just slang words around around people they don't know yeah and like say mean things or like you got to really fill out the crowd and make sure you're around people that i feel like and there's and i once again i haven't traveled a whole lot but i feel like in the midwest there is a lot of social ignorance where people don't think that way when they're in social situations they just kind of just act like they normally would and then they do say things that are going to get them in trouble yeah and uh, i think that is i don't know if that's a midwestern thing it's exposure. Or if that's just everywhere if you don't know better you can't be better exactly so. yeah and so what and you i almost feel sorry for those people Well, as as opposed to like, they're just ignorant. mm -hmm. That's what they just don't realize that there's when you were talking about making the jokes and whatever. So understanding humor is a sign of intelligence. So people who 
You know, it's a lot of yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, there's, if you're not laughing, you're, the joke's probably on you. It's, and it's it's there's always one person that's just like so hurt by what you're saying, and, and like and it's because they have a personal experience with whatever is going on. A lot of times too, like with you know retard or faggot, like those mm-hmm. like they have someone that was called that and it wasn't cool, and like or I work with mentally challenged people. Um, and I understand that. Like I do when you hold someone close to your heart that is mentally challenged and you have mm-hmm. someone in your family, but that's someone I wouldn't slang those words around. Yeah. And I know that that word bother this bothers them. So I wouldn't say that around those people, mm-hmm. but I do think it's like a comedian. Perfect example. They say those words in certain occasions and it's, it's funny to me. I'm sorry, yeah. but they don't mean it maliciously and their intentions are not to hurt everyone's feeling. And I think that's okay. But that could also be considered coming from a place of privilege. Mm-hmm in all honesty. Um, I get it. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. I, I like off color jokes. Um, but <laughs> let's just not even, uh, get too far into it without me mentioning one of the texts that you sent me. <laughs> no, I'm not getting it into it. Go ahead. I'm no, why'd you, why'd you say it? Then? <laughs> no, it's just, uh, it's just, it's, it, we'll talk about it. I just want him to continue. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm curious. No, um, <clears throat> I threw that off. I, I don't know. No, I, 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 with the PC thing, I mean, it, it does become annoying, mm. you know, the spectrum, you, you know, now you have to tell, you have to say people are on the spectrum. You can't say like they're the, autistic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and there's always, the, the words are always changing and I it think it does, it, it changes or, or, or same or, with, or, the, with the gay culture, you know, the uh, cis man, we're all cis men. Isn't there, you know what that means? No. Isn't there like <laughs> you were born a male and you identify as a male? Isn't there Zer and Zim and, or was, I'm not sure. Uh, I, there's I so many know. different, um, that you have to be so politically correct when, when talking to someone, based on there and you have to kind of ask them in, in advance right like what they identify as yeah um actually i was asked to speak to a group of teenagers um uh for the, whatever and uh i'm thinking okay i'm gonna go in there and i'm gonna tell these kids my story of coming out in muncie mm-hmm. and maybe i can help sure. someone struggling and i get there and they've all got name tags on that say i identify as yeah, and I'm like, is it that difficult that we need names? Yeah, but yeah. but it is. I yeah. mean, because you have to be politically correct. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I'm all about all about like you know, it's really hard. I get, it. yeah, it would be in that situation because everybody's different. But if there's one person that I know, and then I know around them to that they would uh, appreciate it if I um, talk to them a certain way and call them certain, you know, use certain words or whatever, I would be willing to do that because I know it's important to them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but of it, course, but you know what? That person also shouldn't walk around with a chip on their shoulder yeah, going, yeah. no, it's this. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, Hey, yeah, sorry. Didn't know. Exactly. Thanks for sharing. You can't just like assume when you're out in a crowd with a bunch of people, you know, that they're, they're going to call you that certain thing that you want to be called. That's almost not cool to even assume that people are going to, but try some people to do base that. their identity on that, on yeah. the fact that they are going to walk around with a chip on their shoulder and base that's, their identity. on People yeah. have so many different reasons to walk around with a chip on their shoulder. And that just being one of them, no, no matter, I know people that have, you know, like, like a little short guy, a little man syndrome, <laughs> they walk around with some, a chip on their shoulder cause they got a lot of shit when they were kids. So now that they have to be this big, bad, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, th- I think the short man syndrome just makes me laugh. It all does, the time. and there's always like some security guard or some, <laughs> j- you know what I mean? Like, you can, how are you going to be five foot four and be a security guard? 
It's like having like you know the the bouncers in in Muncie when we'd go out to the bars and you know there were some very like significantly big guys but then every now and then you'd get some guy that came up to my like chest level yeah, and was hey. like trying to throw me out and, and he's always the meanest one. Back when I was it. a security guard, I, I used to do like concerts out out after high school. I think he knows this, but it was a cool little eight dollar an hour job I got right out of high school and I got to go see all these cool concerts, concerts and yeah. stuff. And I would basically just. I was like the coolest security guard ever. I'd just be like, hey, man, like, please don't do that again or I'm going to have to tell you to leave. And then there was other guys that were like, you do that. Like just yelling at them or like, you're out of here. Definitely and like grabbing them up by the, the arm. And like, trip. Yeah, yeah. And I would just be like, hey, man, I really like, I don't want to, you paid a lot of money to be at this concert. I don't want to kick you out of here. So please don't do that. And they would respect that a thousand times more. It's all mm-hmm. about how you talk to people. And yeah. If you go up to them and grab their arm and give them all that, they're going to, I've seen it. I've seen them like have Fight to back. have to literally get the cops over there and like carry them out by their arms and legs because when you could have just been like, "Hey, man, like you can't do that anymore. Yeah, do it again, and you're gonna have to leave." I'm sorry. <laughs> there's there's not a lot of respect for authority though at, at concerts. I know I know that I no. don't have respect for authority. I try to sneak in booze all the time because it's expensive. And I think police officers love security well, the guards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you got to get there early or a little later. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, as a security guard, I felt like police officers always really liked us because they would just stand over in this one area. Mm-hmm. And then we did like the, you know, like we would get the people that were doing whatever bad and then like if they really need us over there, we'd be like, hey, we need your help or whatever. Yeah. And then they'd come over. But they really got didn't have to deal with like a lot of the dragging people out mm-hmm. and doing all this. Or we would bring them over there or stuff like that. But yeah. it was kind of nice for them. They got to get, I'm sure they get paid like, you know, it's like overtime, like 15 bucks yeah. an hour or something like that. And they're just kind of over there chilling while yeah. people are, I got spat on. Oh, God. Yeah. And the guy got arrested because it's like bodily. Fluid. Yeah. You can't. You can't spit on people. It's also assault. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Throwing a drink on someone's assault. Yeah. Which that, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was I doing the... the- <laughs> <laughs> you learned that the hard way. I did. Went oh, to court. God. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Did you did you get arrested for that? Or was it... I did not. Yeah. Uh, they chose not to press charges, mm-hmm. but I would have been. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Man, I don't know how many times Every I could have been those, taken to court. I know those people could have got arrested with like... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then <laughs> do that again, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, what's that? I mean, I got you wet. Like, you know what I mean? I no offense. I mean, I'm sure they deserved it. <laughs> Did you? Oh, uh, sure. Was it? A, <laughs> was it like a well, something that you regret, or was it just like you were drunk? Actually, or no. Was, it, that that moment, changed or they deserved my life. it. Oh, oh gosh! Wow. wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, am I really going to share this? You don't I, have I, to, but it's you know it's. Uh, got into an argument with a coworker yeah. and um, mm. threw a beer on her. Oh wow! And uh, uh, how did she take it? Uh, she said, Eric Booer. And I said, not enough, and grabbed another one and threw it on. <laughs> yes, that's good. I Did like she, it. Uh, she didn't do the, like, so you do the, uh, like, towards him, but then they go, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so, have you seen Not Another Teen Movie where they, pour, she got out of the pool and yeah. then they pour a bottle of water? She's like, uh, like, so, yeah, that's hilarious to me. Oh, I so, love that you said, not enough, and did it again. <laughs> no, it's double assault. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, anyway, so yeah. I, I chose to leave Muncie at that point mm-hmm. because I was in the nicest salon there was in that town, yeah. and um, I didn't want to work there anymore. So There's a joke in there somewhere. 
ISIS Salon in Muncie. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? A Fantastic Sam's? Or? <laughs> no, actually, it was it was called Liquid. Um, there were four millionaires that got together, and awesome. their wives wanted oh, to open well, a salon. That, and I that mean, sounds it awesome. Was, Actually, I mean, I'm you know, I work in Carmel. I think I've this area in Indiana, yeah. and I've still never worked in an nicer salon. Wow. I think I've actually say. heard of your 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 business. Off, not like in terms of like it being in Carmel and it being a really nice place. Where I'm at now, yeah, no, no, really. Uh, Sola Salon is a chain deal that started in Denver. Um, you walk in, and I know you've I've got, heard that before. Uh, it's basically you rent a room mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of dish, uh, and it's it's easy. Um, you come in, you do your thing and you leave. You don't have to answer to a boss. You don't yeah. have to, you know, um, it's booth rent is the, the type of situation as opposed to working commission. I have um, seen where you're, I didn't know that was a thing until I worked with a girl that, um, does hair and she, uh, I didn't realize that you had to pay a, a fraction of what you make to the person to rent the booth every month. And it's actually kind of, can be kind of expensive, right? It's, as much as my house payment. Yeah, that's wow. insane. And you got it, but you, but I also know that you, do, they do pretty well off of doing hair. Each, I mean, everyone knows how. Well, most girls know how much it costs to get your hair done. It's not cheap. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you is, um, what, what are the people that you d- most dislike dealing with, and what are the people that you do like dealing with? Um. Or is, if if it's one of those things where you have just clients and like you don't or like really a, have anybody that you don't or a pet, like a pet peeve of something that someone might do while they're getting their hair done as opposed to and then something that you like about picking so, up their phone, <laughs> put it down. Oh, like t- right. like mess like doing stuff while they're. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's like every girl ever, right? Yeah, it can be. Yeah, yeah I feel like every time I've walked into a salon, it's been like one leg over this and then like on the phone. Yeah. Is that wrong or and does that, and that, <laughs> and does that throw you off accurate. because of like the way they've got there? Because there was a um, news article talking about <clears throat> we are causing strain in our necks uh, called it's like phone neck or something like that. It's very unscientific, but it's it's <laughs> it like super scientific. It's the way that we like tilt our head down to look at our phones where our head weighs so much. Like I don't know how much a head weighs, but our weight, our head weighs a certain amount. And when you have your head tilted, it actually the gravity causes it to like increase the down force on your neck by like a certain amount of pounds or something like that. So it's like actually causing people to have like really bad issues later on. Do you in remember life. that Taco Bell commercial where like people's necks were getting hurt because they were like <laughs> biting into a taco? <laughs> I don't, but I, I do. <laughs> that, there you I go. do. Uh, yeah. I do do that when yeah, I get a that's taco. The, that's, that was their joke at the time. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Like that, that was probably a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, I have this yeah. super bad twitch in my eye because I drink too much caffeine. I feel like I'm just like, <laughs> like I and you guys like shaking my head like oh like a crazy person. So so when they're looking down, how does that affect it? I'm six foot four. Yeah, I mean you know I, I'm, I'm just like hunched over and and uh it can be it can be I, honestly i don't have a lot of of clients that get on my nerves yeah. because i'm in charge of what i do and mm-hmm. and it comes with the territory almost too right it, well that and just knowing how to talk to people and yeah. respectfully ask for what you need know your boundaries know your needs you know mm-hmm. just lay it out there and this is this is what i do and 
So, so do you, <clears throat> the thing I've always wanted to know because of um, just being curious about the, the whole situation, do you tell people like what you think that they should do or do people come in with a plan like this, this is what I want? Because I've had issues like when I, until I found the barbershop, which I'm giving them a shout out, Matt's Barbershop in Greenwood. They're awesome. They, the, but it's so busy. Like I went in, I have two people that I like to go to there and everybody else likes to go to them. So I sat for two hours waiting for one of them. Are they more expensive? The, actually, when you like compare them to like a great clips or fantastic no, Sam's, no, these two stylists that you like. No, they they have their they, they, be. they have their same price. I agree. Um, that's that's how you raise your price. When, yeah. when you're good at what you do, everyone wants to go yep. to you, and when everyone wants to go to you, you need to step up. Yeah, and you know you're going to drop people off, but yeah. people who really it's important to look exactly. good, they're going to pay the extra. I go to a place when I do get haircuts, which I'm I want to talk to you about this later. I'm I'm trying to grow my hair out, and I I need some I need some uh, <laughs> some good. Yeah, I hear you. yeah. Yours looks great. If I took this thing off, you'd be like, "Oh god!" <laughs> so, um, but basically, when I was getting my haircut, I got I love getting the real with the the straight razor and all mm-hmm. that. And I would go to this place in Beach Grove called Vinny's Barbershop, and they like the good thing about that place, everyone there is a good hair. Like I never had a bad haircut there. Well, that's the thing is like I I waited that two hours because I don't even want to take the chance that somebody else yeah. isn't that good. But yeah. but in the future, like it's one of those things. Like I got in and I was in there for an hour and I was like, you know what? Damn it! I I could probably go to any of these guys and it'll yeah. be fine. But then I was, I was the like, I've sat here too long. Like. Now it's just Committed, a pride yeah. thing. I need to just stick it out and stay until about two or three years ago. Ready. I went to a different barbershop. It was called One Two Three Barbershop, and it's like a, it's like Puerto Rican dudes and Mexican dudes, and they were all like super amazing. But you go in there and it's like like some whatever music, like Shakira and shit like that, <laughs> like super. I don't know, but it's like you go in there and everyone's like you know I don't know. having a good time. Yes, pretty much. And they had like soccer on the TVs. It was like cool, like yeah. culture wise. It was kind yeah. of a cool place to go to. And then. um I had this one guy there that cut my hair and I let him cut my hair for like the longest time and would not let anyone else mm-hmm. cut it. And then, uh, for whatever reason, it, it got to the point where it's so hard to get into him that yeah. I ended up going somewhere else. And then I found Vinny's barbershop and then I going in the first time, I didn't really want to be like, I don't want, you know, you don't know who to pick. So I just got my hair cut. And then the next time I, I didn't pick anybody. So I just continued to get my, and I, I think I've almost got my hair cut by everyone there Yeah, and everybody does a really great job. Something about that really fresh, straight razor yep. on the back of your neck getting like because i'm a hairy dude so like yeah. anytime i can get it as short as possible to where it doesn't come back as fast is great i'm so. looking to try to buy that like back shaver thing i'm gonna i saw i saw <laughs> that keeps Facebook. it keeps showing up on my it's timeline mine too. I'm <laughs> like, how fucking hairy do you think i am <laughs> i just have those two little like they're about this size on on my back yeah. it's like right there. i'm not i don't have a hairy back man it's like bam right shoulder here. blades yeah ever yeah. since i've gotten older mine has started from my neck and goes down to like my shoulder blades and then now it's starting Jeez. to actually get in the middle which is not good you're a werewolf yeah you're it's bad i i always it. i always say that i'm like wearing the do you um, have your wife cut yours yeah right yeah, now same yeah same she piece. trims it but um better to use depilatory what is that? Nair. Nair. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen that. I should probably try that. The reason why, um, when you when you cut, you put an edge, mm-hmm. and that's going to be prickly, mm-hmm. like a woman's legs. Yeah. When you touch their legs and they haven't shaved, it's like, <laughs> well, if if you don't put that edge on there, then it grows out naturally, and it's going to yeah. be soft. Nice. So have, have, this is a weird thing about me, but I've always like 
kind of liked it when their hair is just like a little bit grown out. I don't know why. Uh, like it's a it's a really that. weird thing, but I've I don't like think there's anything wrong with that. Are you like, gonna come out right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, like I like, like when, it when, as long as possible. <laughs> no, when my when my like you know girls I've dated and growing up and my wife like when they say like oh I haven't shaved my legs in a day and I'm like oh. in a day in the like, winter time perfect. girls are I'm like, I'm like it, doesn't, it doesn't matter like it doesn't like if as long as it's not like curly and like <laughs> gross <I> mean, <laughs> longer than yours and, yeah, yeah. And, but I did I actually did date a girl for <laughs> it was like three days or something it was very short lived um, but she was from Turkey and She's extra her, hairy well no her um she grew up like in her culture because I asked her about it because I noticed she had hair on her legs, but it was very, very fine and very, very like. And she was like, I've never shaved my legs ever in my life. And oh, wow. it was just it was like very fine. And like you could barely like you couldn't even hardly see it unless you were like up next to their legs. She's like every girl's. And, shoe, um, you know, what I mean, like, and she said that, you know, she's like most girls like like me. In my country, she had. I'm, try, I'm trying not to do like butcher her like, in accent. my country because <laughs> we, yeah, we were very rude to her. But anyways, um, nice. she, um, but yeah, she like was talking about that, and I was just very surprised. And that that's she said that that's the way it would be if people didn't start shaving their legs. But I think that that's probably it, wrong. It, it changes person to person. Yeah, it's probably yeah. different for everybody. So the thing Some about people are just naturally hairier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's it. Yeah. But so, yeah, there are people that can my my girlfriend's a pretty hairy girl. <laughs> in terms of like not not in terms like she I just, hope that she listens. Um, she'll she'll admit it, and we've always say like our we have a daughter, and she's gonna be like a little hairy little kid because <laughs> we're both just like hairy people, she's like be a little not, werewolf, you know, not in like places she shouldn't have I it, know. but but like in her lower back, she got a little fuzz, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> but um, I was gonna ask you, so like um, when I'm, I'm so I'm trying to grow my hair out, and I don't have a problem with growing my hair out, but the biggest problem that really drives me insane is this stuff back here grows back so fast and i don't really have any way of like i don't know if you're supposed to what you're supposed to do with this because it grows way faster it feels like, like than the, the red neck the hair yeah because i am a hairy part. guy and this stuff right here back here and like the actual like longer hair it like gets really moldy and moldy moldy <laughs> and very like that sounds like a but real i'm not word. trying to, i mean i don't want to Go to the yeah, the whole point every of, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have her trim it up for you. Yeah, I try to, but then, I mean, with the neck hair now, with the with the mullet part, you probably and did you like the straight across with that or no? Or should I let it grow with the rest of my? If you keep um, cutting it straight across to get the mullet part shorter, uh, it's going to start to look stupid. It's yeah. going to be too thick and too like straight <laughs> cut off and like yeah, I get what you're saying. But you could probably find someone who would do that, just that quick trim for, like it's almost like yeah. a bang trim. Like yeah. If you're just trimming their bangs, you don't charge them right. for a full haircut. And what are times. what are some other since you're doing it as well? What are some other tips on growing your hair out for at least for guys? I guess I don't know. Just let it grow. Um, <laughs> if it's really thick and fluffy and full, not shampooing it every day, you can wet it down and start styling it from that point. But mm-hmm. the the alcohol or the uh, shampoo pH strips the oil off and yeah. makes it really fluffy. Yeah. And I wash full. my hair like twice a week. Yeah, that's me too. Because it's like you don't. It's I like a style. little bit of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but mine is just so. I have really, really thick hair. 
So I'm kind of, it's going to do that thing where it grows kind of up and then finally maybe falls. But I want hair like down to my shoulders. That's what I'm going for oh, yeah. at this point. So um, I've never had That'll long hair. It'll be a hair. very different look for Is you. Is it curly or straight? Yeah, I'll just show you. Okay. So <clears throat> while you're doing that, I've never. Oh, you've got good hair. Yeah, it's like really. I've never grown my hair even that long. But it's much, much longer on top because I used to have kind of like the comb over. Yeah, so one yeah, side yeah. of it goes really long over this way, and then the other side is shorter because I had the little comb over. So it's not. I'm gonna wait till it gets a little longer, and then maybe get it all. It is like getting a long. Different person about that. I know it's crazy. <laughs> and then the sides are getting like they're catching up. I'm finally letting them grow in. I was just getting it like um, like faded on the sides. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, you do kind of have a Hugh Jackman look now. When you were asking about being the uh, Wolverine, oh, when we were talking about what oh, animals yeah, we yeah. looked like. I'm just like the the thick hair thing is it's always been hard for me to grow my hair out, but I think it'll be totally worth it once I get it yeah. to a certain length. Yeah, I will. <clears throat> yeah, I'm um, just going around your perimeter and trimming like uh, with what you have now yeah. is going to work for a long time okay. until that once that starts to thicken up on the sides, the this will weigh down on mm-hmm. itself and eventually you probably do a little bit of a man bun to keep it out of your face when you're yeah. working out or whatever. <laughs> he'll, he'll love that. Yeah, he'll give me so much shit for that. I can't wait. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's the easiest tiny, way to do that. Or you can take a if you have a t-shirt, an old t-shirt, cut off the sleeve. The uh-huh. sleeve is always the oh, right size little, to make. Okay, I, I've seen people do that too. Um, so the I posted on Facebook about the meme of the week, mm-hmm. and we got quite a few people that shared them with us. Um, and I'm just going to kind of read a couple uh, that I think are some of the funny ones. Um, <clears throat> but do you guys have one as well? Uh, I just decided that I was going to pick one of those off of there okay. because they're all pretty funny. Didn't, didn't you like the one from uh, Brian Titus? Yeah, I have it pulled up here. It's <laughs> a uh, really funny. I don't know how well we can see this here, but it is a picture of um, Tom, or Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. It is I was Tom Brady. Said Wayne Brady. <laughs> <laughs> like the black guy from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyways? Oh. He might. No, you know the Whose Line Is It Anyways? And he used to have that coffee. That was Wayne Brady. And he had that coffee commercial. And he's like, every morning I wake. Is uh, Wayne Brady going to have to smack a bitch? Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> that show's hilarious. Who's lying? <laughs> anyways, um, Tom Brady, and he's wearing a, what I want to call a, some sort of pea coat, maybe. Women's or, jacket? It's definitely a men's jacket, <laughs> but it looks like some it, sort of pea coat a little bit uh, long, maybe down. I to think like I, his, I think what makes it look feminine is mm, that he has it completely collar. buttoned up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Most men just have it open and hanging. Yep. Women are, are colder. He usually, looks a little eighties so. um, driven. He looks like the Terminator a little bit in this. Yes, I, I like that. Um, and but basically, it's just a picture of him, and he he he's uh, got this woman's looking jacket on and it says Brady looks like a single white mother walking out of the courthouse courthouse after winning custody over his kids. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. It so. was good because it's exactly <laughs> because, what yeah, it looks like. All football, it, yeah. all football aside, just if I saw this guy walking, I'd be like, yeah, the guy. Just, How do you feel about uh, Brady in the Ugg boots? Because that's a we've time talk, we talked. I brought that up when the time uh, that he's pointless unlimited. Pointless. Is that what po- he's wearing with that? Or I'm just PTO assuming. unlimited was here. Because doesn't I, I feel like he's got like a sponsorship with them or something with who with Uggs. Uggs oh at this point they probably he was probably wearing them originally and then he got because he definitely wore like the big poofy ones yeah and, and <laughs> he's he got, been caught on camera and he got some like like got out there that he was wearing them and then people were making fun of him and stuff and then he probably got picked up by Uggs to wear yeah. them he don't care he's like Psh. they actually I was um <laughs> I was in a pinch because <clears throat> Valentine's Day is coming up and I 
my wife and I have never actually like really gone all in on Valentine's Day. We kind of usually just got Chinese food, watched a movie, and like hung out with each other and like drank some wine or something. But at um, dinner the other night, my mom was just kind of like, "You guys don't do anything. Like you don't do anything sweet for her. You don't get her flowers." <laughs> you she's like, "Yeah." So so I'm just like, "Mom, this is what we do." You stay out of it. And so, but then Jen started like kind of bringing up like, yeah, you really don't. We really (laughs) don't do anything. You don't. Communication. (laughs) And um, so I was like, I was like, all right, so I'm going to start looking for, you know, maybe a gift or something. But um, the Ugg slippers actually came up as like one of the top 10 gifts that people have been buying their significant other, whether it's men or women, because apparently they have really comfortable house slippers. I, I have a pair and Based on me having that pair, my my roommate bought a pair as yeah. well. And they are, are they as good as they say they are? They're fucking amazing. Those <laughs> like those awesome. beige I mean, slippers. I don't beige? know that they. Mine are brown, but mm-hmm. they have brown beige. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that they have to be UGG, but yeah. the, the shearling inside um, is very comfortable. Nice. What are those men's shoes that are becoming um, kind of popular that you wear without socks? And they're similar looking to a slipper, um, kind of like a like mock driving shoes. I don't know what driving shoe, like a moccasin slipper um, joint. I don't know. They're just kind of like, and, and guys wear them with like really, oh yeah, I got, I got <laughs> no, but um, guys wear them like really nice suits and then they'll have these like slipper looking things on. Those hmm. are, they're driving shoes. Oh, yeah. they're cool. I like, and they sometimes they have like so, a little buckle on them. Yeah. 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 That's usually the um, Ferragamo. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't, cool. I can't wear those because of my numb foot from getting shot. My <laughs> foot kind of hangs down, so like, so any kind of slipper, any kind of uh, uh, flip flop or anything, kind of yeah. just like falls off my foot. He's so. now wondering at what point did you get shot? <laughs> I've, I've, no, I've heard this. Oh, story. Yeah. Okay, okay. But, but any, like, it's it's kind of a sad thing because I can. There's part of the fashion world that I can't. At least you can still get a, take a part in at because least you can still get a boner. <laughs> I mean, what's, that is I'm, trying to look, I'm trying to look at the glass half, half full here. <laughs> and your, your your foot's a little, little saggy, <laughs> but you get a boner. That's it. <laughs> but anyways, um, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read mine. It's uh, from Guadalupe Franco. It, it says, well, you showed on the camera, but sure. it says, there goes my hero. And it's a police officer that is looking at a guy with a beer. And it says, drop that beer. And the guy, and it cuts to the next page of the guy drinking the beer, and it says, "Drop, no, drop it, don't finish it." <laughs> I think that's a real. Video. And it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, a vi- video. it's a viral video of a of a cop like talking to a guy that is um, clearly going to get in trouble for public intox, and he just finishes his beer like a like a champ. I think that's a, a pretty solid move. I think if I was getting ready to get arrested, I would probably just go ahead and chug the rest of my beer too. Yeah. Why not? It's is, like, is it because he's in public? Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing he's, it was a cops episode. Maybe he was causing a causing oh, a ruckus or gotcha. something. Well, there's always the the best of humanity. On there. I love watching <laughs> yeah. cops and they get arrested. And like they're always like, man, let me get a cigarette. <laughs> Yeah, let me get a cigarette. And I'm they, like, dude, they, you just got arrested. And somehow they always get one. And sometimes too. they give it to them, or like they'll have somebody put it in their mouth and lie to them. Like, geez, you just arrested the man, and now you're just giving him all kinds of. Well, they got it. I mean, they got to be nice. Some cops are pretty nice. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like, they, I've been in and some then, situations some where they've taken are also care of not me. nice. Oh yeah, there's very the spectrum. I got slammed up against a wall. Um, okay, so I. <clears throat> I had two friends that got in trouble for public intox because they were outside of an apartment yelling and screaming at each other drunk. And so the cops come up, 
one starts screaming at the cop and starts wrestling with the cop. He gets Jeez. immediately taken to jail. The other two cops come up to the um, the other guy gets taken too because he was out there. The other, so then they have two other guys come up to the door, knock on the door, and I'm like, I'm not going to answer. And they just knock on the door and they like say, "We see you in there," because I had like a picture window in this house. And I was like, I was like, okay. And <laughs> they they said, just just come out here, talk to us, tell us what happened, so that we can like fill out the report. They were like, you're not going to go to jail. You weren't part of this, like, blah, blah, blah. So I go out there. I'm standing on my front porch, and I'm talking to them, telling them what happened. A third cop comes roaring up. It's a sheriff. He comes roaring up in his car into my, like, uh, front yard and, like, hops out of the car and, like, slams me up against the door and is like, "Um, you're going to jail. And, like, I just kept saying, I don't understand why I'm going to jail, sir. But, like, and he just, like, was manhandling me into the car and just, like, drove me to jail and charged me with public intox. And, um, while I was at the jail, <clears throat> he was, um, you running, running my fingerprints or whatever. And, um, for some reason the machine wasn't working and he says, stop resisting. And I'm like, I just like kind of like <laughs> limp, like not moving at all. Yeah. And he's like, stop resisting. And I'm like, I don't think your machine's working. And he just kept yelling at me, screaming at me, and like you know, grabbed me by the like back of my shirt and threw me into like um the. I think that's code, into a cell. code for some cops. Like when you yell, "Stop resisting!" They're like, "That means I'm about to hurt you." Yeah. Or I'm about to yank your arm or do something to make it look like you're resisting while I do this thing to you to make you do what yeah. I want you to. And do. so, so I was I was buzzed, but I wasn't drunk, and so I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait until because the I was in actually I was in." the room with the guy that I was friends with that got taken that did was not fighting with the cops. He was being a little bit more calm. Um, and he and I were just kind of chatting and the guy comes up to me. He's like, Hey, uh, they told us they'd let us out when our, um, blood alcohol level reached zero. Um, and they are going to, it's going to be an hour for every like point that you are over or whatever. <clears throat> so I was like, fine, I'll just kind of hang out in here and wait. Um, the drunk tank. Yeah. 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 And so, so I, I hung out, waited. We had our, um, court date, the, cause that was like a Friday or a Saturday. We had the court date on the following Monday. I went into court because every, like those two guys were really worried. They thought they were going to get in a lot of trouble. They both got fines. I came up and I told them what happened with me. I talked to the judge just like man to man. And I was like, Hey, this guy, I don't know what was his deal, but I was talking to the other two police officers. They told me, since I was inside and I was not causing any problems and I was just telling him the story, I wasn't going to go to the jail. This guy, you know, took long story short, that guy, Too late. he, he, yeah, he brought up, he, he brought that guy's name up and I was like, yeah, that was the officer. And he said, Oh, he's been in, uh, some investigation for some stuff. So we're just going to throw this all out. You're not going to get anything on your record. We apologize for the, for you getting taken to jail. Yeah. Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck you. I just spent a night in jail Yeah, or but, a couple nights. However, Well, it was just one. Yeah. It was, it was. And so what I, but me being a young, like I was, I think I was like 19 or 20. What county? It was in, um, it was in Monty? probably Hancock County because oh. it was like in, it was in like Wilkinson or something like that, a small little town. And, um, but anyways, you know, being young, I didn't like go any further with it. I was just like, good, I'm not in trouble. This is awesome. Right, right. But, um, you know, telling the story now, I think back on it, like, you I, I really, feel like I could have, like, 
you know, a case gotten something out of that. But, yeah. but that was uh, I mean, that was an example of a cop being a dick. That guy's probably not a cop. anymore. Thanks guys. <laughs> that guy's probably, no, not he's a cop not, anymore. he's yeah. not. I looked it up and there was like a news article because he, he was just, thing. he was a very aggressive, violent person. That was he really short and used to be a security guard. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to pull it full circle, he was not that short, but oh, okay. uh, I believe he probably had a history of uh, security background. Yeah, he had some insecurities. He was just, he was just a very angry, angry gentleman. Hmm. I think a lot of times people who are picked and picked on and taunted in school go that route because it gives them a little bit of power mm-hmm. that yeah. they can use. And I mean, well, not not all. By no, all I means, get what you're but, saying. I mean, there, there's an element there. There's I've, a I've, thing, a I've formulation. Told this before is like I even notice as a server sometimes people will really like be aggressive and. Uh, and it kind of means sometimes, and I think it's because that's the only situation in their life that they've had any kind of power in. Yep. So there's always something. Yeah. I get it with hair. They want to take all their frustration out on their hair, and I'm like, like what's aggressive. really wrong? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I get what. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Is like, I mean, and that's another thing is like people that have you know had a lot of issues. Like you said, they do become cops, so they they do have some kind of finally have some kind of power in their life. So I definitely think that's a thing. Uh, well, and then a lot of times for the situations that they put themselves in, they're not paid well. Yeah. And then and they're frustrated with that. They seek project other ways of making money. Yeah. Illegally. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a ton of people. I feel like we could have judged on this episode. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about a lot of people that bug us. And that also leads us to that segment of the week, which is judgment day. <laughs> It was a good segue, right? Yeah. And you fucked it up. No, I did. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen Terminator? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Judgment Day with Juice and Shane. And Eric. <laughs> At some point, we're going to cut the words and just have the music. <laughs> just the music, because I just need it to be well, more well-known. Yeah, and it sounds a little, with juice and shade. <laughs> sounds like you're getting out a box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so the Judgment Day, if you have not participated or paid attention to the show before, is a segment where we pick somebody out in life that is either a celebrity, a personal experience, or just something that um, is going on with you um, that you feel like you should judge somebody either harshly. We have had one good judgment. We were like, oh, yeah, that's a good thing that that guy did. Um, but that was on the Pointless Discussions podcast. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm going to start with Eric. Do you have one today? Or, Mike, you, or I can Pence. start. Yeah. Mike Pence? Yeah. All right. Let's Fucking hear it. asshole. Let's hear it. <laughs> Uh, in his way of protesting at the Olympics, he didn't stand. Oh, Jesus. I didn't even hear about that. No. He also left the Super or what? He left a NFL because people were not not the Super Bowl, Bowl, just a a, a game. Yeah. A uh, Seahawks game. Yep. Because but I think that was completely staged. Mm -hmm. I think that he knew that they weren't going to stand. But he went to the football game anyway and then showed him getting up just to, like, you know, show some kind of statement. Yeah. But, like, why would you even do – like, why would you go to the game? Mm. But, anyways, back to Mike Pence's it's other same, shitty things the, that he does. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing with the Olympics. Um, but now the shoe's on the other foot. Yeah. It's, it's not people kneeling and, and – Yeah. It's him. I don't know what his – 
point is. Yeah. Was it during like other countries stuff or was it? Uh, I forget. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, I read it this morning yeah. and now I can't remember. Um, there's a million different reasons. I don't watch the Olympics. Yeah. Typically. Mm, no. Cause it, I don't like, I'd rather do I, something. I really wanted something. to get into it this year, but I, st- I haven't. I'm a bit of a Olympic snob when it comes to, I don't really mess with the winter Olympics. I'm more <laughs> of a summer a Olympics, summer Olympics only. Yeah. Yeah. I like curling. See, I've never actually been able to watch that. It's more interesting than like the luge and stuff like that. To I me. don't know. They're going really then, fast. Like, ice skating really fast. Like, with man, your, I, your, I'm impressed by it no matter what. I mean, what. no, it's definitely impressive. <laughs> I mean, they're obviously Olymp- Olympians. You're just not entertained by it. No, but I think curling is cool. And But then when it comes to like summer, that stuff's way cooler. Yeah. I, for someone who like I ran track and I did track and field mm-hmm. and like I just think that stuff's more interesting but that's just me my opinion and and with 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 the mike pence thing like he's the people have kind of like thought of him as oh a bigger negative than actually donald trump haven't they well because he's intelligent yeah intelligent but close-minded he's he's a redneck from newcastle indiana yeah uh i mean he is actually the reason that there is a law that you're not allowed to uh use um the money that you raise in your campaign, campaign money, uh, for personal benefit. He bought his wife a car. Oh, wow. Campaign money. <laughs> so now there's a law that you can't. Yeah, that you can't do that. He's also, isn't he like a, the leader in the clubhouse on the CBD oil thing? Or is that somebody else? And that's a, another representative sure. in Indiana, I think. I, I'm sure. I think he's got a part in it. I think, I'm sure, sure there's does. a list of shitty things that he's done. I think he's just a... Sounds pretty, like you said, he's intelligent. And for someone that is so intelligent, he's very close-minded with his ideas and living definitely in the past mm. and not realizing that this country is moving in a certain uh, direction. He uses Christianity as his his platform shield, yeah. and that's scary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, it's, it's scary whenever you, I feel like, use, or not use, it, when you take religion way too far. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I can respect people's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can respect people's um, religious. Yeah. yeah. But also when it starts affecting me and when you're trying to shove that shit down my throat, then I have a problem with that. But that used to be my biggest problem when I did attend church as a teenager. Yeah. Teenager was I would go to like those um, those uh, youth groups and I'm there because I like the stories. I like the like motivational stuff. I like hearing people how they like brought themselves from here to here. They're doing a great job now. Um, and then I also liked the stories from the Bible cause I thought they were entertaining. But then when we would do like the singing and the, the leader would be like, everybody get up and clap your hands and like get really pumped. And I would yeah. just be like, this is not what I'm here for. This is not what I want to do. But it felt like I was like, it felt like he was talking specifically to me that I wasn't getting up and dancing around and like getting really excited. You're a tall person too, and so you stand out in that crowd. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I know exactly. What <laughs> and so about. I just was like, that really turned me off on going to like so, church and youth group because like I don't want to sing and I like, don't look, wanna... man. I'm not feeling it today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's that's one of the reasons that I kind of just stuck stayed away. I always from it. felt like when I went to a new church because I used to like spend a lot of time. Like I would hang out with my friends on the weekend, and then I would go to church with their family on Sundays. Yep. A lot of times, different churches, so I got like a lot of different experiences. I always felt like once I was in there, I was like being like like they would really kind of almost I don't want to say harass me, but like really 
make it a point to be like, you come, you should come back. Come, we got this thing next week. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm more likely to come back if you just chill out just yeah. a little <laughs> if bit. You like, just relax. <laughs> yeah, like, I, like if I come back and I'll listen to your stories and we'll do it on my own terms. That sounds fine. But when you like really are. Or when some of the church girls are like, you know, shaking your hand. I mean, they're just being nice. I get that. But they're very like. The double handshake. They're just really. grab the arm too. Intense. And like, we're going to see you next Sunday, right? And like, stuff like that. Like, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Like They're almost starting to make you think they're like pod people. I don't know. There's something. It's like. We'll see you next weekend, right? Like. (laughs) It's it's a racket. I mean, that's got to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Someone has to pay for it. Someone's got to build these mega churches. Like Joel Osteen church. And it's like compound. The guy has like a five hundred million dollar house just, or something. And he just didn't open his church up to anyone when there was all those yeah, the, the all flooding. The, yeah, all the flooding. So he's just like, ah, nope. You guys. And then be they gave right. him shit for it. And he's like, oh, it's open now. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit. Yeah, I know. We could judge him just just right now. Yeah, let's um, do it. So what is your easy. what is what is your judgment of the week? Um, you said before the podcast. So the good thing is though. Not having one like readily off the top of your head is probably a good situation because yeah, maybe things are going the one okay. That I had earlier, maybe I, things are going okay for you. Yeah, it happened on the way here, driving. Uh, anything school related? Because I know man, that I know that we had a conversation about that. I want to judge the lady at the Starbucks at my school because <laughs> she does not know how to make an ice cream tea. <laughs> I know it sounds like the easiest thing ever. You just like pour so it when you from get the one, jug? when you yeah you think, but she probably <laughs> pre-made that stuff and made it wrong. But she got um so you get a green tea and it's usually almost like translucent, like you can see through it or whatever. So it's real light green and with a lot of ice and nice and cold. Like I don't care about that stuff, but the the darkness it was like swamp water. It was like dark green, like oversaturated. Like too much green tea, whatever, and I don't know if if you guys have ever drank really like pure green tea or like too much of it. It gives you a stomach ache. Yeah, makes your like mouth that. water. I don't like tea. It in makes general. you sick. So I was like, oh, it's she probably didn't dilute it. Yeah, it was She's just straight, straight from the concentrate. Yeah, I'm like, I see you here every day. I can't be the only one ordering these, so I'm kind of worried about. Or I don't, I don't want to say anything to her, but yeah. uh, so I'm just gonna judge her and say. Please learn how to make my favorite Starbucks treat. It's not my favorite, but when I'm trying to be like healthy and, and like more like not just straight drinking frappuccinos and you know like whole thousand calories from a frappuccino, yeah. I get a green tea and it kind of curves my appetite a little bit, makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. And she just ruined it, made me what sick a, to my what stomach. A bitch, I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in my uh, earth science lab, like what, <laughs> like my like gagging and like oh, I don't feel good. And then I. I'm just not a I'm not a tea drinker, so you might like it. It actually just tastes like straight water if they make it really? right. It's not much to it, but it does make you feel. Cause it kind of has a minty. Do you get it unsweetened? Yeah, I don't I, get it with anything same, in it. Same here. And when I they like put it. the it's too it's too sweet, like I've a weird ne- I've, fake. I've really never been a Starbucks a person in general. Yeah, because I just there. I when somebody's like. I've worked with people that are do you big Starbucks drag your people. Knuckles when you walk? I probably do. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, <laughs> but so people, ooh, ooh, uh-uh. <laughs> but, uh, people go on a Starbucks run and they're like, "What do you want?" And I'm like, "I have no idea what I want because I've never, I've Man, never." I'm, I'm getting gone. good at the lingo. I do sometimes. I do a uh, venti ice skinny vanilla latte with a squirt of toffee nut. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just sounded like you were talking a temperature. <laughs> a temperature at 140 degrees. Thanks. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was he lukewarm. <laughs> you were talking a different language to me. See, venti means really big. Well, yeah. Uh, skinny means they use skin milk um, and sugar free. So. Uh, yeah, and then. Uh, but then sometimes I'll say with uh, when I add, tell them to add the toffee nut, they don't have sugar-free toffee nut. So they make sure that they say, hey, sir, uh, this nut. will not be completely skinny because our toffee nut is actually not what, unsweet. Well, I'm just going to yeah. yeah, 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 treat myself it. today then. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to go to some bar. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that that's you and like, they bring to you oh, the, yeah, yeah. the sugar. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's okay. I, treat yourself. I'll, I'll, do another, uh, I'll do another mile or something like that. Yeah, what do you get when you go to Starbucks? Uh, right now I'm doing a blonde oh, yeah. uh, vanilla latte skinny. I have seen that they, are, they were doing something with a blonde iced. Yeah. And they're the, pretty good. The espresso is blonde. Yeah, I try to do um, yeah, the keto giant, keto giant, keto <laughs> diet sometimes, and they're good. Do the about, almond milk. Yeah, yeah, they're or milk or day. heavy whipping cream or half and half uh, also all works. But as long as it's fat based and there's no like, good lord, there's so much about this. But that's yeah. <laughs> that's true. No, this is just straight. Sometimes keto diet. I, I get up to, to it's my turn to order and I blank. I, no, I'm yeah, like, I do the same thing. Uh, Fuck, I yeah, I want. Just, you got to go through your. I do that. That's how. <laughs> just how I just did it. Just now, I went venti ice skinny, but it's like a, you yeah. know, and I like rehearse it. Before. <laughs> you're getting like anxiety as you're Starbucks walking up there. Anxiety. Yeah, she's like, "Hey, what can I get you?" Because you know they're judging you if you don't know your order. Yeah, and they're and then you say something wrong, and they're like, "Actually, I'm like shit." <laughs> Because you know, I do say a lot of shit. Wrong. Are they gonna do the actually person like from the office? Actually, <laughs> no. They go and then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. I will say that they did go on a Starbucks run in like October, and I got the pumpkin spice latte just because I was like, I gotta try it. If everybody's like talking he's a, about, he's it. a basic white girl for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. it wasn't bad. I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It wasn't bad. Uh, the, I think that the the Starbucks trend is interesting because. I, I like caffeine. Like, I drink Monster. I drink the sugar-free white Monster. It's so literally, bad for you, though. Literally I try not my, to drink them, honestly. Literally, but I, my favorite feeling from caffeine is from that drink. Yeah. Like, it's insane. From Monster? Like, the white Monster. Like, any other, like, flavor, even the same ingredients. Like, for some reason, that one, I don't know what it is. The flavor's good. And then, like, I get, like, a caffeine buzz that I feel like my mind is actually working and not just, yeah. like, racing because I have caffeine. It's really weird. I don't know what it is. On it, I don't know if you. It's all O N N I T. It's a brand of um, like they have supplements, uh, MCT oil, and they just have different supplements that you can buy. They actually have this one that I want to try. And if anybody out there knows anything about it and how good it is, it's called Alpha Brain. Yeah, I've and tried it, it before. Is it decent? It's good. And I mean, it, it makes I, your mind kind of flow on all cylinders. I or? just I didn't notice a huge change. Um, but at the time, I wasn't really doing anything like this. Yeah, I think so, you have to do it more consistently too. Yeah. Like you and can't I, just do it once. Yeah, and like, I took I took one pack of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a sample pack or something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I I'm just. You take any supplements or anything? Yeah, um, like fish oil or you do you do some CrossFit, don't you? I do. I do CrossFit mm-hmm. at CrossFit Dog Fight. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you haven't told us about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. That, that was, was good. good. That was good. Yeah, you know, first rule about Fight Club, or first rule about CrossFit, you tell everybody about CrossFit. <laughs> no, that's good though that he's not that stereotype. Yeah, yeah. 
He's very uh, reserved and kind of like, you know, me and you are just like talk, talk, like trying yeah. to get in. And he's just kind of like, he I doesn't feel like talk unless he's called upon. Yeah. And I feel like know? it's calculated. Yeah, it's good. You got to make your words. When I, <laughs> you're thinking about what you're saying before you say it, which well, is good. Well, something I want to work on on the podcast is like making, instead of just rambling, making what I say more, you know, impactful. Yeah, impactful. And I feel like you're good at that. You kind of. Yeah. <laughs> or you just say this is how yeah. I this is how I control my 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 flock yeah. oh, okay. clients. Got it. Got it. <laughs> it works. You're doing good. So so how long have you been doing that uh the CrossFit stuff? Cuz I think we talked about it the last time we saw each other and I've told this story before of doing one class on a, a free class on a Saturday and then People, as I was walking out, everybody's chatting, having a good time. And they're, they're like, Justin, you look a little green. And I was like, yeah, I need it. And, and like, I walked outside and puked right behind my car yeah, and yeah. drove off. Because yeah. they were actually like, you should probably go outside and get some air. And they were like, come back in and talk and everything and hang out. And no. I walked out, puked, and drove home. I've done it as well. I actually paid for... <laughs> so this is actually a great story. My girlfriend and I paid for a membership to Anytime Fitness, but the only Anytime Fitness in uh, the United States that has a CrossFit attached to it is this one on Thompson and Emerson. Yeah. And I actually paid money to go to it, and so did my girlfriend. It was like super expensive to do both. Mm-hmm. And I went for one month, and my girlfriend never went. Bought the membership, didn't go one time. And then I went and did it for a month and like I would leave there and I would be shaking. And then I would we do like they like made us do like leg stuff certain days, which is a lot of CrossFit obviously. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't I couldn't walk. Like I couldn't walk the next day. Like what I've, take- I've said that CrossFit is paying to torture yourself. Yeah, I mean it works. That's the way it felt for it me, anyways. Works. That one day that I did it, because you see those people and they're just like shredded, oh, yeah. and you know, like uh, what's his name, uh, like the oh man, what the guy, the CrossFit legend, uh, what's his name, uh, Fronin, Rich Fronin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's like a super like just he looks like a Greek god, dude, yep. and um, he obviously works. And I see some of the girls that do it because I follow a few of them on Instagram, and they're just like shredded mm. and they look great, and they've obviously you know, taught their muscles how to like eventually get used to doing that. You got to do it a little more than a month or yeah. just not at all. I think I've been doing it for four years. Nice. Yeah. Matt Newman owns a uh, dog fight. And before that he owned uh Sparta boot mm-hmm. camp. And I started with him and I like him because he's a good coach. Yeah. But, um, with the CrossFit thing, if you're at all competitive, yeah, you'll, probably fuck yourself because <laughs> and i am competitive and i did notice you think oh yeah. i can you know this is what everyone else i can do this yep no. well because we would do this thing where we'd run around the block or whatever and come back and do more stuff and i would always try to like beat people that had been there for a while and i would like full-on sprint but then i'd get to the next thing and just be like Bleh, like i like, couldn't even like raise my arms above my head and stuff like that and like get to the point where I couldn't even do one push up. I think for a lot of guys it can be emasculating because yeah. you there's know, some chicks in there that are the, there's um, fitness and prescribed and the prescribed is, is the heavier mm-hmm. and the fitness is, is geared towards women. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always sometimes lighter than fitness. Yeah. yeah I, I had to do that. So when it's, yeah. I went. So it's definitely like humbling then. Yeah. Like you yeah, don't realize how out of shape you are until right. you go do some CrossFit. Yeah. No, absolutely. Cause I go, to, I, I go to the gym at least three to five times a week and I guarantee you if I still went into a CrossFit gym, I would get my ass kicked. 
right. you should come up right. to you should come up to dogfight sometime. I will do that because I mean, I'll, it's be, a, it's a I'll be I'll be I'll be more on the north side anyways with my new fishers. job. Yeah, it's Justin is one of those guys yeah. that um, there's all these people waiting around the machine that he's on. And he's like, come on, like, get, like, in their heads, they're like, get up. And he's just, like, texting and, like, doing, like. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely not and then he does, I will like, only uh, text if I know there are two no, of what I'm doing. I'm totally just kidding. I don't know anything about his workouts or anything. But I do hate that guy. We could judge that guy, too, that just, like, or they'll come in, like, a group of four, like, dudes, and they'll, like, take the machine the whole time, and they'll be, like, talking, like. That drives me insane. that happen, where I went to get on something, then one was on it, and they're like, oh, no, no, we're doing that. We're doing, I'm like. No, because you're not That's on not it. That's not how it yeah. works. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm here. Man, Do, I, I'm doing a circuit, bro. Which which sucks, though, because you there are some workouts that are really good that you want to do the circuit, but then you have to like realize there are other people here, so I'm yeah. not going to do this as a circuit. I'm going to do the workouts as fast as I can on one thing and then move on to I'm the next thing. one of those guys that goes to the gym when there's like two people there. So I don't have to worry about any of that. It's, it's, really, it's really difficult uh, with... Uh, LA Fitness because LA Fitness yeah. is a a it's great a facility, but it's super open. busy, just always super busy and not mm, open. All, not the hours. That's where I go, the yeah. hours aren't that good. About eight eight thirty. It's <laughs> good. geriatric. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good time. To um, geriatric. I love that. I love <laughs> old people. You're you're stronger than every old person. So you're in there just like, yeah, look how strong I am, old person. <laughs> <laughs> until until like. I don't know. Somebody related to Hulk Hogan comes in. And it's related to Hulk Hogan. I don't know. I was trying to think of a way to describe saying, that. There is always that one like really there's, old dude that's just like I've seen some really old, yeah, but strong. really strong. And they guys. got old man strength. Yeah, like where they're like their muscles are like benching. Like we've been doing this for years. Four hundred pounds. Yeah, that's I've great. seen it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The 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 gym. I, I will definitely check it out though because my cousins they do CrossFit up in like Westfield, so. Um, they lost like I want to say like combined they lost like forty something pounds. Do you do like the when I went they'd have like the bench press and they put the chains on each side of it. I realized what that actually was for is for like because it gets heavier yes. the higher up you get. Yeah, yeah. So when you're lower, it's lighter because the chains are on the ground, hitting the ground a little bit. But then when you go up, uh, it gets heavier because the chains no, are we've coming. Never done that. They um, do that with squats too. Yeah, yep. you can put it on any I, kind of barbell. Sense. Yeah, and actually, like I would <clears throat> would always see at the gym in Greenfield, like these guys doing that. I'm like, what a bunch of douches! Like, what could, <laughs> what could that possibly be used for? Yeah. And then once I actually made sense to me, it's so you're like, like your weak point is where you need to get stronger at, so it gets heavier at that point as opposed to lighter, and you're able to like kind of shoot up. Yeah, people are using a lot of bands as well with like yeah. the the like rubber like stretchy things, and they're going to do deadlifts with those to like yeah. add resistance the higher up you get. Yeah. So what it's kind of cool. stuff do you guys do at that one, dude? I'm obviously like circuit or what is it called a wad? Yeah, wad yeah. workout of the day. Yeah. Um, it there's five coaches. Um, everyone will create their own wad and mm-hmm. um, go through the day. Right now, we're we're the the open is coming up. Yep. So everyone's training for that. It's not uh, extremely heavy weight, but a lot more cardio. Mm-hmm. Have you competed um, and stuff? No. Oh. Um, I'm, I don't like to be watched. Yeah. I, I really like, I've, I, if I'm the only person there, uh-huh. I'll, I'll leave. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm just like, eh, no, no, you can't watch. I'm you can saying. do it with me, but you can't just sit there and well, They're just like, yep. Nope. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I, but I was it hard like for you to learn how to do like the snatch and the certain, cause you know what? I can still walk in there with all the terminology. And I mean, I'm there, I've been doing it for four years. 
I I don't keep records. Mm-hmm. I don't. No, I, don't, I just meant I'm, like basically because like for certain workouts, like um, like uh, deadlift, you have to have form, a certain kind yeah. of form, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and like a lot of people do deadlift. I've seen people at the gym a million times, and they don't do it right, mm-hmm. and um, it can we can really hurt your back. And then the snatch is kind of like I'm not, I might, I'm not sure what it's called. Get it over your head, but you just basically bring it up to yeah. to your chest, and then all the way up, or just right there. A lot of people just do it there and do it there or whatever. That's clean. Yeah, and clean, clean and snatch. Yeah. And I know with those um, workouts comes a lot of like. Uh, moving functionally you had to have a lot of stuff going on and it was always hard for me to like learn that actually and i just didn't know if i was the only one or there um if if you're not having good form usually your weight is too heavy yeah and so they'll make you lighten up until the form is right um they when you first start they'll make you do what's called on on ramp on ramps yeah Mm -hmm. and then uh that's basically teaching you form without weight and then once you have all that down then you can start with the rest of the group yeah i know for a fact that i have muscle imbalances because when i try to do overhead squats like i i have a really hard time holding something over my head and also at the same time doing a squat like i fall forward a lot well you also have chicken legs so (laughs) whatever my legs are really strong get the fuck out of here Uh, that's funny i had to say it (laughs) but yeah there's a lot that goes into it and i remember when i did it i was they had me do it with just the bar and same with the pull-ups like if you can't do more than like five they do with the bands yeah it helps you yeah so i like the bands and I felt stupid because I was like the only guy there, like because everybody else had been there a while, and I'm just like, ah. like with bands, you know. But they've yeah. all been there. I mean, yeah, yeah. They were no. There. Everyone was like super nice and super cool and like very helpful, but also, you know, the masculinity thing and the being humbled and like I really like I left there feeling like a little bitch, like for, <laughs> so. Uh, well, I mean. You have to keep doing it. That's what I was going to say. So what I did was just quit. You know, (laughs) (laughs) why not just quit? It can be expensive. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing was for me was that it was so hard on my body that I realized that eventually this would go away. But like doing like legs and then I like I couldn't function the next like I serve and I walk at work. I know this is all an excuse. Like I'm going to be the first one to tell you this is an excuse. But I couldn't like it hurt when I sit down to poop. It hurt. Oh, that's, that's the worst. Yeah, the I'm like, <laughs> and that's then the worst. You know, I had to like really like yeah, fall to the toilet. <laughs> so <laughs> I I tend to go lighter on things that that are back movements because I know that while I'm here at six o'clock in the morning, you know, at six o'clock at night, I'm going to be standing over someone's head. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes I'm sense. Be in pain. Yeah. So yeah, I, I understand what you. mean. I even tried like the branch chain amino amino acids to kind of like help me recover more quickly and or like recover while I'm doing it. I guess because yeah. it's supposed to help with that. And I didn't. I was still just like so sore. I had all that lactic acid below my bicep. Yep. And my legs were like, like when I was going downstairs, I was like, I might fall down these stairs. <laughs> That's how bad it was. <laughs> you just have to keep uh, some, I, You know, it doesn't take a lot to become a, a coach at a CrossFit. So you really need to, to research. Yeah. Research. What do they know? What yeah. kind of training do they, did they just do the certification to become a coach? Because if that's yeah. the case, you and I could do that and, yeah. it, and pass and, and open up a CrossFit. I mean, right. It, it's important to have someone telling you, you know, slow it down, mm-hmm. do this. I might give it a go again at some point. Just CrossFit dogfight. I'm telling you, Matt's Matt's amazing. He's he's shout out to Matt. Yep, Matt Newman. The dog okay. dogfight. Fucking this up. Oh wow, you got it completely off the thing. <laughs> Why don't you just hold the arm? <laughs> I was 
was like, I was, un- I was unscrewing it. Like, I was trying to make it tighter, and I clearly was doing it. <laughs> I was not following righty-tighty or lefty-loosey. So I'm actually really proud of myself. Yesterday, I um, installed a, um, what do you call the thing that uh, put food down in it in your sink? Garbage Garbage disposal. disposal. Yeah, so I actually uninstalled, took the one out with my dad, and then completely by myself put the garbage disposal back in. And I felt really like... Cool, when, like you know. whenever you do something like that, you definitely feel like really kind of like tough and like. And strong. I felt like I had done something with my day, like you know, I did that, and like I was bragging about it all night at my dad's birthday. Well, <laughs> and if you've hired someone a, a plumber to do it, I mean, yeah, it was so you easy. Saved a lot of money. Yeah, it was like easier, way easier than I thought it was going to be. Like yeah. I thought there was all kinds of shit, like plumbing and all, but really, you just turn the water off, undo the thing from the, and then put it up there, and it's yeah, pretty self-explanatory. <clears throat> yeah, my mom was like like impressed that hers was like not working, and I just looked up online. That's the beauty of the internet that I can kind of figure out how to do whatever I need to do. <clears throat> and it's just all I had to do is take an Allen wrench and put it in there and spin it because it was like stuck on something. Uh-huh. And um, she was like, oh, "I'm so impressed that you did that." I'm like, "Mom, it, it was <laughs> see that's at that two point, minutes on Google." See, and you, at that point, I'd have been like, "Yeah, it was pretty like I'm pretty awesome." <laughs> it's a pretty tough <laughs> tough job. Yeah, it's a good it. thing that you uh, had me here to do this. Yeah, I used to do that with my truck though. I would like, um, like my uh, thermostat went out, and I did that, which is super easy. But you don't realize how easy things are until you do them. Yeah, until like you figure out how to do it, and you're like, oh, that was pretty easy. But I just watched a YouTube video, got the part, and it took like half an hour. Yeah. So I bought my first house seven years ago, and. I'm, YouTube has been my best friend. Oh, that's scary. What's and you've it like? done a lot of work on it, too, right? I was going right? to say, yeah. what's it like? I can't... Im- that just, the house would, from 1905. Oh I couldn't live awesome. in it for six months. I would be <laughs> in over my head with just like... I would be so frazzled by... Like where to even start? Yeah. Yeah, floors or like... <clears throat> how um, bad was I, it? I did start with the floors. I sanded all the floors. I would leave work at 9, go downtown from 9 to 12. I would sand the floor it took Jeez, me about three months that's crazy and did you have to do any like the electric or electric stuff the le- electric all had to be replaced oh the gosh. plumbing all had to be replaced but i did not do that wow no. but that's still i mean that alone probably was a very extensive job right i mean so now you have a, a badass house oh yeah i much. do yeah that's awesome. i like it a lot i love like some of the houses in downtown indianapolis are just so like i i see so much potential in them and like that's what this was for yeah. me. Yeah, and where where is I mean not you don't have to tell people where you live, but where what area? Uh, it's Fall Creek Place. Okay, so closer to like probably like I go to Ivy Tech and Fall Creek, so it's kind of close. Yeah, around there somewhere, and they there's beautiful houses down there everywhere that just need a little bit of love. And this is one of the originals. A lot of the neighborhood has been torn down and, and re- built back up. Yeah, that's cool. I love that area over in, have you been, you know where Lockerbie is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Some of those houses that are popping up on that area. They're really close together though. That's, that's what true. I don't like. That's true. Those. Yeah. You actually have quite a bit of space for They're very town being downtown. I have a half acre. Yeah. Yeah. So two plots. Yep. And uh, did the pool come with it, or did you? Nope, I put it in. Jeez. <laughs> so I grew awesome. up with a pool, so I, I that was something I definitely wanted to have. Yeah. Uh, the good thing about, I'm sure, I don't know if you're getting ready to go there, but um, the house I live in is the house I grew up in. My dad actually got married and moved in with his wife, and um, and I got to to rent where I grew up, is which is great, and I have an in-ground pool. And it is awesome. <laughs> it's super expensive to run in the summertime. Probably like an extra three hundred dollars. I is it? I don't know. 
<laughs> you don't get your electric bill and it's like way I, higher. I, I do the budget, so it's always the oh, same. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It, it's gone up. I've been but, told yeah. to do that where you just get the budget and it stays yeah, the same all the time. It's the same, the same the time. every month. Yeah. It's, been it's just easier. Told to get a budget and like figure no, out. No, no. So you call your electric <laughs> company and you tell them, I want my um, electricity on a budget. So at, at every month, your uh, electricity is the same amount. And then instead of it being like fluctuating throughout the year, no. okay. So it's actually a better deal. You pay the same price all the way through the year, and it's kind of like a in a mid price as opposed to like in the summer. I would be paying like four hundred and something dollars. You guys are blowing my mind because I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. So they I take the average of all your like, bills, your mm-hmm. highest and lowest, and that's what you pay. I'm each gonna write month. this down. <laughs> but then yeah. at the end of the month, like I've got, they've over budgeted me, so mm-hmm. where uh, October comes and I don't have a bill for three months. Yeah. Because yeah. I've already paid everything. And actually, I didn't know about this until uh, this summer because I was complaining about how high my electric bill was. And it's funny because I still haven't even switched over to this budget thing because I don't do anything that people tell me to do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it's like I actually like we want to do this. And I think right – I don't know when you're allowed to do it. Can you just do it whenever you want? Yeah. Because I think want. right before pool season starts, I'm going to be like, let's – Let's figure this yeah. out. It's not hard. I mean, it's a phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's – and – it, if you live on a budget, mm-hmm. then you know what's coming in. You know what to put back for that each yeah. month. It's yeah. just it's a lot easier. Makes a lot more sense. Five hundred dollars or ninety dollars. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah. It is nice to. I like you said you live on a half acre. Mm-hmm. I live on an acre, and it's just nice to have because I, me and my uh, fiance girlfriend came from. I know you're not supposed to put those two things in the same. Yeah, because people give me shit for it. Nobody cares. Yeah, um, but we put. Uh, <laughs> We, were, we lived in like apartments and rented houses and stuff like that and just had a lot of bad experiences with that. And now that we live in like on an acre and it's so quiet, it's kind of more quiet out in Hancock County and stuff. It's nice not having like having your own little area to do what you want, not mm-hmm. having to worry about crazy neighbors and that kind of stuff. I do have a crazy neighbor, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like in that area of town, you might have some crazies lurking around somewhere. Indianapolis can be pretty diverse i'm really bad about not becoming friends with anybody that lives around me me too (laughs) like i don't know these people over here i don't really know the people next to me i kind of agree with something with uh pto unlimited um the guy that was sitting exactly where he was like but he kind of said that um you know he doesn't really talk to his neighbors but he kind of just relies on them to like you look out for me i'll look out for you we don't have to talk we don't that kind of thing it's like the perfect scenario yeah, for I mean, me. I need to I need to work on I that. Think that's what I have with mine. Except all, all, but, all but one. Oh. <laughs> uh, the one north of me uh, sued me. Oh, oh wow. wow. In Indiana you have to like if uh if your neighbor's tree falls on your house, mm-hmm. it's your problem. Yeah. Well unless they can deem that the tree was dead, then they're then responsible there. for removing yeah. it. Uh so I had a large tree on his side of my yard and I thought, yeah, if that goes out, it's going to take its whole house. I mean, it was a huge tree. Yeah. So I had it taken down, and and he claimed that uh, one of the branches pierced his garage roof. And he's old. He didn't understand that, you know, he's he's wanting me to call my insurance. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, actually, I don't have the claim. You call yours. And he's like, no, 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 you you call you. I'm like, okay, I'm going to call him on speaker, and yeah. maybe they can explain <laughs> yeah. to you what you need to do. and. Mm-hmm. The insurance sided with me and mm-hmm. then someone I assume gave him bad advice because he 
decided to take me to small claims court and tried to sue me for $6,000, which is the most you can sue for in In small small claims. claims. (laughs) And I'm like, if insurance with all their money for attorneys and, and whatever to look for this can't side with you, the court's yeah. going yeah. to decide with you. Just kind of rack that up till I can't stand when, like, I think, and this probably end up happening to me, but when you get older, you just don't have shit to do. So you're like, might as well go meet this guy at a small things, claims court. Yeah, and things just, just become a lot more important to you. Yeah, like people writing companies, telling yep. them not, I'm like, that, you know, that's, I got better, I got bigger fish to fry. This guy's family was calling me and saying he had a thousand dollar deductible. You need to pay that. <laughs> Uh, that's just, like admitting fault. I'm opening myself up. Yeah. For yeah. You're stop fucking calling. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't call me. They were just ignorant. I think they didn't really <laughs> realize how walls work and stuff, but yeah. he's probably just jealous of your badass pool. Well, that's, that's what my parents said. You've walked into this house and you've dumped a shit ton of money into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he sees deep pockets and wants to yeah. invite him over to your pool, man. <laughs> 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 no pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. Wonder, I wonder I wonder how that would go. That'd he's be great. Out there with an umbrella like, hey, buddy. <laughs> I kind of wonder sometimes if he sets in his, because he's got a, I mean, if he's in his uh, upstairs, he could watch. Swan dive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. That'd be a different reason why he'd be doing that. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> sitting up in I'm, I'm saying like. He may be, uh, unless this is exactly what you were saying, that he's ending it all and just jumping out of his. No, I meant like he's just like. Oh, he's diving into the the pool. pool, Yeah, I was thinking. Cannonball. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking he he was like ending it all because he was depressed. Oh well, when you get old, (laughs) is he creepy? No, I'd say he's in his eighties. I mean, when I moved in, I went over, I gave him my cell phone number. Hey, if you ever need anything, I'm right next door. He's like the get and, off my lawn guy. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a dick. Gran Torino. Yeah, that's a controversial movie. <laughs> Jeez, I saw a Gran Torino the other day. I've seen that, but the car. Oh, the, I saw uh, an actual. No, I have not. Pulling off of from fifty two to yeah. or uh, seven hundred to fifty two on the back of a truck. This guy was hauling a. That was probably really expensive. A wasn't Gran Torino was yeah, it like it was in like a, really good condition? Yes, or was it's it? like a. And that, from what I know, that's a pretty rare car. Yeah, that's cool to see it. But yeah, that movie is like he says a bunch of bad words. Yeah, he's very racial slurs. He's very racist. Actually, I'm gonna go. Uh, that's Clint Eastwood. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go see the uh, 1517. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he directed that, right? The guys that were that were actually involved in that are the actors. Oh wow, I did not know themselves. that. They're not actors, and I kind of yeah, so don't like that. And I'm gonna tell you because it's doesn't. They have all this backstory. And all these like really, they had to make it into a movie mm-hmm. instead of making it about the actual. Okay. I haven't seen the movie, but I from the previews it seems like they're playing off a lot of like other things that go around. Well, they, they do. They, um, my partner, who's not here, uh, she said that uh, they do a lot of it's slow parts yeah. where they're building up the but, story. But I think they had to add stuff to make it more exciting to those points. No, they said it's all actual. all actual because I can't. Like there's the like team. parts of the the uh, preview where he's like dreaming and like it's like he's kind of like I need to live for a better reason or like I need to be more um, like I feel like I'm living for something better and then this thing happens to him and he's like oh but I don't know if that's yeah, I don't know, know I just I see that one I just don't like when they take like things that really happened and make up stuff around it to make it seem to make it more fantastical. But I don't know that that's the case. Cause I can't say that cause I haven't seen the movie, but also uh, there's just been like, 
where they, yeah, they theatrical big deal that they make when something wasn't as cool as it might have mm-hmm. actually been. But Clint Eastwood directed it. It should be good. Yeah. yeah. He always does a good job, at least. I'm surprised I feel you like, like him. Me too. He's like super, <laughs> super racist. <laughs> oh, I, I don't really know anything about him personally. Yeah. Oh. Does, just, does, just, I mean, is he necessarily racist or was it just that movie that he was trying uh, to get a point across I mean, in that movie? Uh, well, even in that As movie, a the, the old man who didn't want to change yeah. to new ways yeah. came around. Yeah, he changed. Yeah. I think that he's. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I just have a feeling that I had read something that he's a little bit like that. We'll, in real we'll, life. Do, some, we'll do some research. But into I'm also it. not going to say that because I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was uh, the other guy. Which one? The anti-Semitic. Um, Oh, Mel Gibson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is a loony bin person. He like, on, he is crazy. He was on Joe Rogan. Did you see that? Yeah. And I felt like during his episode on Joe Rogan that he was... Like tweaking out? Like, he was not, like, present. He was, like... Yeah. It sounded like he was constantly, like, on his phone or, like, doing something else. He was else messing with something, like, clicking his pen. Instead of being involved in the conversation. And then the doctor was actually a lot more... I enjoyed listening to that episode, but yeah, I was actually super interested in that because he was, um, they were talking about injecting, um, stem cells, stem cells into like shoulders and helping people with like all kinds of stuff. And then he had this Ben Greenfield guy on like uh, a couple of weeks later and he injected stem cells into his penis. What? And it made it bigger. I swear <laughs> it did. It Why did. isn't that the first thing that they scientists he said? Did? He didn't. Scientists are like, I guarantee you, that's the first thing. But he said did. for like two weeks, it was like black and blue, and he was like really worried that something. And then <laughs> eventually, they started. Well, you pierced your. Uh, you're gonna bruise. Yeah. <laughs> but but then like stem cells, and he said that he's like, it's not like crazy bigger, but I can definitely tell that it's bigger than it was, and that I'm more um like he's all aspects of sex and all that stuff and he's like boners and all that stuff or i do not feel like there's any way that that there's science behind that well i mean i'm obviously no scientist no i know i'm just saying is he a scientist no he's a but he's he's an intelligent person he's really into um fitness and he's one of the top um uh, physical trainers for like um famous people mm-hmm. and stuff like that so he knows what he's talking to it's just, but he's willing to like try stuff he he talks about how he's willing to try out a lot of stuff on himself mm-hmm. and that just was one of them but he does like a lot of why in his penis to i guess to see if it would give him bigger. more yeah that and to see if it would give him better um like stamina stamina and whatnot so and according to him it did that's interesting the the only thing that i always get um i get hesitant about with anything in the medical field as if people claim that it fixes like a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I always get skeptical because my mom is like a nurse and she's gone through like, you know, some schooling with like medical stuff. And she's always told me if there is a product that cures a lot of things or helps with a lot of things, be skeptical of that because that's like, Typically, that's not how things work. Yeah, you like, can't just cure like, one, one, a for, bunch of things with one thing yeah. because there's different things that go for, into like, each and every one of them. Yeah, for example, with the stem cells, like they say, you know, inject it into your shoulder because you have shoulder pain. Inject it into your back because you have back pain. Like, or you want to get stronger and like I don't know, like in healing and like they say it makes you feel better. It makes you feel like Mel Gibson was saying it made him feel like he like had a, like. A lot of energy and stuff like that. Like it's only it, something I would try if I was having a lot of pain in my shoulders. I wouldn't just do it to like, man, I yeah. really wish I could 
like jump really high or yeah. something. Like I wouldn't, I would just do it if like I was having chronic back pain. Mm-hmm. I think it's seriously definitely it's, something to try before you have surgery because yes. I've heard that human growth hormone. That's H-G-H, another thing. Yeah. I've wanted to try that. Just take a look at. I think you're not supposed to try it until you're older because it messes with your testosterone. Oh. So um, wait sucks. till you're. I think it's something that you like. Um, uh, what's his name? Rocky. Uh, Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone does a lot of HGH, and I think that's when you get to a certain age, it, it can be very helpful. But I think it when you do it, I, and don't. There's another thing. Don't quote me on. Yeah. But this is what I've heard that you're not supposed to take it when you're younger because it can mess with your uh, testosterone levels, and you don't want to have like. And if you get too much of it, you get a head like Barry Bonds. Yeah, where it's a gigantic noggin, or you turn white like Sammy Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. It's expensive. I've looked yeah. into it. It's yeah, yeah, expensive. and you actually have to go. There's only one kind that they do in the United States. And it's not the like the most helpful kind. It it's they, not the best. They do it with um, it's not umbil- the top shelf umbilical um, stem cells, mm-hmm. and then um, but the ones that they that the Mel Gibson's talking about is in like um, Panama, I yeah. think. So you because they there have because they there. have different laws there. Yeah, being in my industry, I've tried a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and yeah. one time I had uh, lip injections, and <laughs> oh uh, wow. How'd that go? Juvederm. I'm not sure exactly what the the brand product mm. was, but um, after I had it in, uh, the person who injected it was a friend of mine. She's like, "Yeah, this is made out of the foreskins of babies." <laughs> <laughs> Something you tell someone before. And I'm like, "Ew!" <laughs> now you just feel gross yeah, every time yeah. you're like, "Yeah, that would be a little weird." Um, all right, so we're we're running a little bit long, so I just wanted to kind of wrap it up. Oh, a little so bit. no impressions, awesome. Well, I was going to actually bring up the impressions that we'll just save it for next week. All right, and actually, we'll do it the week after next because next week is the live show okay. at Legends Bar and Venue. Um, That'll give me time to really sharpen my tools. Yeah, and I didn't practice at all, so okay. I'm going to practice. More. I hate when I actually go out of my way to practice this. on something. <laughs> he's like, "No, nah, we're not doing it." <laughs> Okay, do you want? No, do you no, want to no, do no. yours? I'm not doing mine. Because you're, 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 you're very, you're no, very no. confident in it's your okay. I in am, your ability. Because I practice, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, this will just give me time to get even better, and you'll still suck because you didn't try. Yeah, <laughs> you know that. You know that I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a really good job. Okay, because yeah. I'm a good. I'm we'll a good. See. I'm a good impersonator. I like. You've heard my Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I like your competitiveness. No, I like to really hone in on that and see what. But yeah, so we got to thank you for joining us. I appreciate you doing the podcast. It was a great and we did actually hit like a pretty decent amount of time and I didn't even realize it. So I hope everybody else enjoyed it as much as I did. And once again, the live show is February 18th at 8 Mm p.m. And there will be the guys from the Pointless Discussions podcast. They're doing improv. The Wet Bandits with Creed and McCarthy, a podcast favorite, will be playing some music. And the gentleman from the Smugcast, AP and BJ, will be hosting hosting, and like bringing us out and doing some stand-up as well. So it'll be a good time. Come out and join us. It'll be fun. I know it's in Ohio, so if you're an Indiana person, it's really not that far. It's going to be a good time. We're gonna have a, we have some drinks mm-hmm. that I've uh, kind yeah. of put together a little bit that are drink specials. We got a, a hard no on the Tide, tide yeah, Pod. Pete, yeah, <laughs> they didn't want to make the Tide Pod shot. How funny would that be to have a Tide Pod shot? I thought that would be funny. <laughs> the bar said no, unfortunately. That's a, that's real quick before I do finish this up. I'm going out on a limb and saying that 
The Tide commercials during the Super Bowl were my favorite, and they're not getting almost any love. Like everybody's talking about the Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr., where yeah. he, like he picks him up and holds him above him, like yeah. dirty dancing. Like mm-hmm. the Tide Pod commercials made me laugh, and they surprised me, and they were good. And nobody's talking about them. I don't know. So I think that I they need to get them. their due. Basically, they made fun of a lot of um, tropey normal like beer ad commercials. But then, like they they would have the guy from Stranger Things, the sheriff, would come on and be like, "No, this is a this is a Tide commercial because he's like, see how everybody's shirts are really clean and nice." And then, like, it was just really funny. It was entertaining, and it was funny to see like a commercial starting, and you're like halfway through, and you're like, "Oh, this is funny," and then you realize, "Oh no, this is another Tide commercial." So I think they did a really I did good see job. The portion with him in like all white, and yeah. then it, he switches out for the, the Mister Clean guy while mm-hmm. he's doing like the butt dance <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> it's good. Did it's you good. have? Uh, it's up to you if you want to do this or not. But did you want to plug your Instagram and or Facebook or any of that kind of stuff? No, not really. <laughs> you don't. He doesn't want to be affiliated yeah, with us. Exactly. <laughs> um, I just, no, I'm so, just giving I, you a hard time. I don't it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I posted something that you uh, link that you uh, sent me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't looked. Also, yet. and then you can tell, or you can tell people one more last time where his the salon is and all that stuff. Yeah, it's in Carmel, Indiana. And what what is the name of it? How do they find you? Solstice Sola Salon. <laughs> Solstice. What is it? I like Solstice. Sola Sola. Yeah. <coughs> so with with um with that, do you uh do you take? Because I've seen your like book, your schedule book. How how much free time do you have? Because I feel like you have a lot of clients already so how does that work oh um, like if somebody was to be new or something like that yeah you, i mean you just it's first time just first yeah order. schedule um yeah make a scheduled appointment and uh there they you can take walk-ins but mm-hmm. i mean i'm but if you've gotten good enough you probably don't have a yeah, lot of that I've, do you i've been doing it for 24 years <laughs> I, I have i have a lot of my clientele still comes from muncie wow that's awesome so, that actually is very and i've impressive. been here for 15 years yeah wow. that's awesome so <clears throat> well, once again, I appreciate you doing the show. It was great. We got on a lot of good subjects, I think. I think it was so. it was it was entertaining. It was fun. Um and you know that if you're listening to this or watching on the Facebook Live that you can find the Juice in the AM podcast on Twitter. It's at Juice in the AM. You can find the obviously if you're watching, you know where to find it on Facebook. Yeah. But it's uh Facebook.com forward slash juice in the morning. It's also on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts, so share it with people. We also had a review. I'll save it for next week. No, go ahead. Okay. Why, why, don't worry about time. And let's... Well, I'm worried about time because my wife's texting me and asking, oh, are you guys okay. done yet? Oh, all right. <laughs> That's the main reason. Nothing, nothing bad. She didn't read the review real quick. And she, yeah, she can handle it. It's fine. She is a good sport, though, for like, exactly. dogs. And, yeah, yeah she, she's the dog wrangler yeah. when we have guests. Um, yeah, she does a great job, and I appreciate everything that she does. <laughs> As and you're going to make that show on Valentine's Day. Oh man, you're really, yeah, you got to step your game up, dude. Yes, I actually did order some order something for her. Finally, I actually got a good gift. Oh. I'm pretty pumped because I did it? some research <laughs> by asking her friends if she would if she would like it, and they all gave me positive reviews. So I'm pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. I think she will. So the review was from Merker Mark. He gave us a five star review. We're pretty awesome at that. Like thirty-five reviews, all five stars. There you go. He's he's also a good friend of mine. Yeah. So he kind of has to get or just not say anything at all. Yeah. 
he said, awesome show and have improved so much since I've started listening a few months back. It's also entertaining to hear Shane get worked up about things. Yeah, that's a thing. It is fun to get him worked up about stuff, but we didn't do a very, do a very yeah. good job today of getting him worked up. I'm going to start thinking of stuff to do to get you worked up a little bit more often. <laughs> but thanks for joining us, guys. It was a great episode. I had fun. Um, how do we go out, Shane? Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, and hopefully the juice is worth the squeeze. Boom. It's another one. I got that juice. juice. New AP. She got that juice. She got that squeeze. She got that wet. I'm on them skis. I got that drip. I'm overseas. D-R-I-P-P-I-N-G. I got that V-V-S-I-C-E. Flow like a cooler. Juice. Blame it on my jeweler. I got stones on my neck, ooh, blood on my set, ooh, water on my wrist, drip, put glitter on my bitch, my ex was a waitress, so I gave that whole a tip, ooh, my ex fucked the lane, now she working double shifts, no juice, my money ain't the same, you a lane, get it clear, ooh, I did 10 million last month, not a year, juice, I get 50 racks in the club to a pill, juice, I blew two mil on my dog for a pill, I got that juice, new AP, she got that juice, juice, juice. She got that squeeze, she got that wet, wet, wet. I'm on them skis, I got that drip, drip. I'm overseas. D R I P P I N G, I got that V V S I C E O.